When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No more hypocrisy, please. <laughs> the reason why I called the hypocrisy police is when they do it like now, in this year or the. But I am going to stop at brothels. Episode four. Thirty-seven. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick! I'm the one who should apologize. Cause, cuzaroo, cuzaroo, slapperoony. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, everybody. It's the Cuzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that has been fine and has been dandy, but has never been both fine and dandy. I'm your host, Carl. With me today... A man who wanted to meet Kevin Brennan in AC, but he can't read the poker room. Best known as the co-host of Who Are These Socials? It's Blind Mike. Hey guys, I just want to reiterate again, uh, I typically can't read a room. I hear it gets funnier if I say it multiple times, so just wanted to hammer it home. <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month, and you can watch the unedited show live or whenever you want to. And of course, this is the Golden Voice, Ted Williams, and you are listening to Carl Hamburger on WATP. WATP Live. There are very few tickets left for our live show September 15th in Detroit, Michigan at the Magic Bag. We're going to have a blast because it's been announced Tukey will be there. Wow. Tukey is going to be at this show. So I was I was hoping Blind Mike would come out. I'm like, Blind who? <laughs> Tukey's going to be there. It's fucking amazing. Star-studded event. It's going to be happening at the Magic Bag. I, I, there's too much to do at the Magic Bag. It's going to be amazing and fantastic. So be there, please, WATPLive.com. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then channel over in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Marijuana Happy Hour. This was a suggestion from Mickey Ryan. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Johnny Cush, and it's on a thing called Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Blogtalkradio.com. I believe this has been around since before podcasts were really a thing. When it was like internet radio. Yeah, and it was an innovative thing at the time, and it really died. I didn't know people were still using it. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was actually very surprised to find that on there. When you go to the website, right at the top navigation is like, start your own radio show. It's like, oh, that's not a good sign right there, (laughs) if that's what they're advertising. Let me read you the description that's in all caps. This guy, Johnny, only writes in all caps. He's always yelling all the time when he writes. And it says... Joined America's, no apostrophe, favorite stoner Johnny Cush on the Marijuana Happy Hour, the number one late Nate comedy show in America. Call now, 646-727-1828, live, 12.30 a.m. East, 11.30 Central, 10.30 Mountain, 11.30 Pacific. That's not right. 
<laughs> a bunch of typos in that one, buddy. Work on stoner. that. Fucking retard. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to say, like, oh, he's a stoner. No, right. he's an idiot. Well, that right. too. This guy's a fucking You dolt. can be both. Oh, true. Actually, That's a good point. if I can correct Chris, the, the title is very misleading. There's not a tremendous amount of marijuana talk on <laughs> no, this show. No. no. I think they've gotten away from it. This show's been on for a very long time, over 10 years. I don't know exactly how long. And so uh, I think he's gotten away from the original point of marijuana happy hour. I didn't understand the point like at all. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to start with you, Mike, because you went back to August 3rd. He did a show, and he usually does a nightly show, but he took two weeks off, and then he came back. And boy, did he come back. So I want to get into all of that, but let's go back in time, August 3rd, earlier this month. Okay, yeah. So my clip 13 is it kind of uh, sets the tone for what kind of show he's doing now. It seems like he's pivoted to politics a little bit i guess and i just want to say that the the what you're about to hear is not my fault it's not my editing that makes the clip sound like this it's he's broadcasting on am radio i guess i don't know what's going on it sounds like shit he doesn't produce the audio well at all he's been doing it forever so i don't know what the excuse is there but also the thing that really drives me nuts are the pregnant pauses and the dead air the way this guy broadcasts is terrible so just watch out for that. What it is, is classic talk radio. <laughs> where you kind of have to fill cross- time. Yes. <laughs> and there's a lot of pauses. So you can't Sorry, even tell them. I couldn't, I couldn't, even, I couldn't even help you out with the bit because we don't do that here. We actually run a real show. There's bugs everywhere. They're crawling all over my skin. I can't stand it. I keep itching and I can't, can't seem to find them. It's driving me crazy. How you doing tonight, America and around the world, especially my friends in France, South America, Canada, Germany, and Thailand. How you guys doing? Love you guys. In America, you can still go fuck yourself. All right? Go fuck yourself. I don't like you. He's having a rough go at it in this country, it appears. Yeah, and he's kind of like this faux edgelord wannabe. Sure. Like, it's, he wants to be a mix of Howard Stern and Rush Limbaugh, I yep. think. And he's broadcasting on the same frequencies, it sounds like. Yeah. It's it's not a great shtick, especially when your name is Johnny Cush. You think the guy would fucking mellow out a little bit. Right. No, he's definitely having a tough go. He's moving out of California, moving to Nevada. He wants to move to Canada, but can't. We'll get into that. There's reasons yeah. for all of it, but you keep going for now, Mike. Okay, so clip 14, again, we'll, we'll stick with the politics for a second, because this show was very political. He gets a little pol- less political in the next couple episodes we covered. But uh, yeah, clip 14, again, like he's trying to be Alex Jones, I guess, here or something. And he kind of, um, uh, this could, this is a segment for the hypocrisy police, because I think he kind of contradicts himself. Biden's still got them fucking uh, Polaroids from the 80s with uh, Mitch McConnell sucking young boys' dicks. Wrong. Allegedly. And not Mitch McConnell, but other senators. I'm not saying that there's pictures of Mitch McConnell sucking young boys' dicks. But let's just say I wouldn't be surprised if there was. (laughs) But I'd look at them. (laughs) (laughs) I can picture it in my head. (laughs) My third eye can see them vividly. (laughs) Hypocrite! (laughs) I'm just heavily suggesting that there are pictures of him molesting children. (laughs) Um, we we can keep going in order with these if you want. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Clip 15. Yeah. And the politician thinks that the people on Instagram can influence an election. They can't. Two, three, four, five, six. They're not going twice. to vote. They're too busy Twins. updating their TikTok. They can't go and vote. Go and vote. 
I'm going to stand in a line and vote. How long? Fuck it's that. Character work what, here. what is there an app? Can I just get like an app to vote? Like, why can't I just vote on an app? Well, fuck that. I got to take pictures today of my titties for the 457th time this month. 457. Now that's a funny number. Good job. Yeah. Exactly. So he's got this out. great, he's got this great combination of bland takes with zero hilarity to them. Yes. Well, it's, <laughs> he has no substance in either direction. Thank you for saying that because it is labeled a comedy show. He thinks this is a comedy show. So that's is. an important thing to preference. Yeah. I mean, the hilarious name Johnny Cush, if you're not already on the floor. Good then... point. <laughs> Good point. Um, yeah. So he talks a lot. Again, this episode got very political, so I didn't take too much from this. But um, clip 16, you, Carl, it feels like endlessly we were talking about the fact that you just bought a new house. Is that correct? I did buy a new house. Yes, that's, that I, is correct. Oh, I almost can't escape the conversation. So you must know that in- inflation has uh, taken over the country. It sure and so you has. Could probably, you could probably relate to clip 16 very well. Well, you know, Mike, you can go to the grocery store and recognize an inflation. Oh, sorry. People can't afford cars. Nobody can go out. See, like, rich guys don't understand that uh, normal people that work regular jobs, even heating and air conditioning guys, electricians, plumbers, guys that are making six figures a year, they can't even afford to get a car. That's wildly inaccurate. (laughs) He goes, I think he goes on to say that uh, the average price of a car is $116,000. Oh, he has no idea what he's talking about. Or maybe that is the case in California. I don't know. I haven't been to Cali. He must be from Tommy's planet. September. (laughs) What a fucking moron. Every single fucking person has a car. Everyone does in this country. Well, not every person. But yeah, I get what your point is. 99 point something percent of people <laughs> that I know own a car. But listening to him break down like inflation uh, and all the things that are happening with uh, gas prices and all that. Yeah. It was like when Opie and Anthony would make Bobo do math where they're like, how much do you think your house is worth? And he's yeah. like, I don't know, $500. <laughs> that sounds like a lot, right? Yeah. More money than I'll ever see. And that cadence is exactly like Rush Limbo where mm. I, I yes. think this douchebag imagines a jillion fans hanging on his every word. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those pregnant yeah. pauses are people just like leaning in. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. it's coming Around. next. Yeah. <laughs> it's, very, it's politics and sports talk radio do that when it's one guy yeah. and they just need to fill time, which is weird because this guy's doing a podcast where he doesn't need to fill. Well, he can just is, say what he wants. And it is end. a live radio show or a live internet show, I should say. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to mention this, but he does reference the fact that he has 200,000 live listeners at all times. Oh, we'll get into that. I have have the numbers. I was hoping so. We will get into that for sure. Let's uh, blast through these last two here. Okay, yeah. 17, it shows you how topical and fresh, uh, you know, we heard him reference TikTok, and obviously he's definitely keeping up with the kids these days. Want to talk about senile? We got a whole day of Ronald Reagan. Your hero. (laughs) Who might be the biggest piece of shit to ever live? <laughs> oh, could you say that? I never listen to your show again. Good. Because if you think Ronald Reagan was a good man and a good president, you're fucked in the fucking head. Wow. Hot, what, take, what? Yeah. hot take McGee over here. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. I'm here to say to both of you assholes, enough with the Reagan talk, all right? <laughs> Especially Chris. Knock it off. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I get a bee in my bonnet, you know. How many presidents ago was that? <laughs> I, I don't even know the number of presidents ago that was. Jesus Christ. In in his mind, people are turning off the radio, turning their phones off, because he, that's enough of him going at Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> yeah. All these transistor radios were smashed <laughs> during Reagan Gate. <laughs> and then uh, to end this little portion of uh, of, of Johnny Cush, he uh, clip number eighteen is him talking about his mom. So this needs a little bit of a setup because basically, um, what I'm to understand is that he's uh, mixed race. This Johnny Cush, okay. his dad was an African American that uh, he did not know. The father was not in his life, I guess. And but he said he would, for whatever reason, go to family reunions on that side of the family once a year. Okay. And uh, that side of the family was not too fond of his uh, white mother. Mm. And so then he goes on to tell this story, which definitely happened. And honestly, for um, I don't know about ten years, I didn't know my mom's real name. Yeah, I just called her mom. You know, mom doesn't. You know, moms, most moms don't tell you what their names is. You don't really. It's kind of weird when you find out your mom has a name, too. It's weird. I don't know if I can relate to that one. <laughs> I think I always knew my mom had a name. Oh, did it end there, though? Because there was more yeah. to it. Oh, what did it say after that? I apologize. That, that, that's oh, I'm off. sorry. Yeah, no, there, there was a little more to it where he says that he's in school, and uh, his teacher asks him, like, what's your mom's real name? And he sincerely says, because he thought this was her name, uh, the stupid white bitch. Oh, come on. Oh, I'm sorry we missed that part of it. That definitely did not happen. I don't think so. But he portrays the story as, as if it was real. He's like, ah, damn. Is it miserable cunt or stupid white bitch? Oh, Who can boy. remember what mom's name is? You know, the making up stories to be interesting thing, I guess maybe it's Zumok that's just turned me off to that so much. I can't even fucking stand it anymore. It's, yeah. it's so fucking annoying. Okay, so... That was his last episode. He's usually on every night, but he was off for two weeks. And uh, he does mention that people were in a panic that he was gone when he does finally come back. The network. Sure, yeah. Hosts. It's like, what, what's going on, dude? Why, why are you not on? I'm like, for two weeks, panic from everywhere. They're like, why are you not on? There's nobody listening. From everywhere. From everywhere. Panic. <laughs> number one on the whole platform. And they lost their cash cow, and they shit bricks, but we're back. I actually studied business in college, yeah. so I happen to know that a cash cow is something that brings in revenue. This guy would really? be a, a lol cow, would be a, a better name for this <laughs> fuck cashless lol cow. Yes, yes correct. <laughs> so let's find out, why was he gone for two weeks? So he comes on two weeks later, and he had just gotten himself out of rehab Two weeks before he was supposed to get himself out of rehab. He's just like, I'm out of here. Well, it's good that he explains because it was so frustrating back in the day when Howard Stern would take two weeks off and there was never an explanation. Right. And everyone just went about their days and nothing happened. (laughs) After a 14-day hiatus, I finally escaped from my captors and I'm here. Captors. Being memories. (laughs) Mental health and addiction. Treatment center, where I've been for 14 days. I was supposed to stay for 28 to even more than that. Uh, yeah. But I uh, left this morning. I couldn't. I can't take it anymore. I can't. I can't deal with it anymore. Okay. So it turns out he was put into rehab for, it was supposed to be 28 days, as he said. 
And um, the reason for that is insane. You wonder about someone with real fucking problems. Holy shit. This guy's got some real problems. It started with uh, an incident that happened on his OnlyFans. What? (laughs) That was the right expression. That's why I looked at you when I said that. I wanted to see what you'd be like. (laughs) He's an OnlyFans? Well, not anymore. So he is new to the show. And for those that listen to the show and are excited, and pretty much just not a lot of people are going to be new to the show tonight because it's. uh, it's going to take me a couple more days to get back into the groove. So. Probably only like 40,000. <laughs> That's for the diehards. But. The diehards. A few weeks ago, I uh, thought I would be funny. Wrong. And I thought it would be hilarious <laughs> to use a penis pump live on the air and put the pictures up on my OnlyFans. Okay, so he thought it would be hilarious <laughs> to use a penis pump and then put the photos up on his OnlyFans, but apparently that did not go so well. So I shut my OnlyFans down because it was making people sick <laughs> after seeing the gruesome injury to my penis from the golden sheep penis pump. So apparently oh. he used this really cheap uh, penis pump and yeah. it severed his penis pretty severely. <laughs> I gotta say... It really and so in the episodes I listen to, he talks a lot about the the penis pump or his penis injury rather. Yeah, and it's I can finally sleep tonight knowing what happened because it was such a mystery to me. Oh, why he keeps the, talking about this penis? There's injury. more to it. Oh, Mike, I, I got the whole story here for you. Don't you worry. Oh my God, we are suing them. By the way, we're suing them. Oh, good. And uh, who's we? We're, we're him and his cock. Uh, maybe a settlement coming. Oh, too, actually, so. can I? Sorry, pause real quick. Can I explain to Chris? There is a tremendous amount of we talk in the clips I have as well. And every once in a while, he catches himself and goes, and by we, I mean me, oh, because okay. there's no there's no staff. But he keeps trying to portray this fact that it's like a big operation. He does right. that a ton. Okay, that makes sense. Because all he's yeah. doing is emulating what he thinks is a professional radio persona. Oh, that actually does make sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. We are suing them, by the way. We're suing them. And uh, we're, we're hearing there's uh, maybe a settlement coming soon. So I'm not going to talk too much more about the shoddy workmanship of the uh, Golden Sheik <laughs> penis pump. Now, I'm not an attorney. I let people accuse me of that. I'm mm-hmm. not. But I'm pretty sure it's a bad idea to talk about how you're hoping for a settlement when you're suing a company. Right. You don't want to let that out. Yes. Instead, you want to say things like, and hey, we're going to take it for everything they fucking got. I can't wait for this to go to court. That's the kind of thing you want to say. You're not just like, and I'm hearing through the grapevine, they're going to settle with us. So that's cool. I mean, I definitely returned it and got my money back. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I want another 500 bucks because this was very, very painful. Right. So my, my lawyers are advising me to say whatever I want about the case. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a be very loose lipped with this. <laughs> okay. So basically, what happened was. Because of this injury to his penis, he got hooked on oxys. Okay, sure. And then he ran out of oxys. Mm-hmm. So then he had to reach out to a cab driver buddy of his. Of course. To get some type Tales of opiate. And then that person brought him morphine oh. to start shooting up. I mean, this is a guy with, <laughs> to start shooting up. This is a guy with real fucking problems here. <laughs> he and brought me morphine. I'm... I had to do it. And as I'm it there, two weeks to nip that in the my butt? family members who wanted to, who threatened to fifty-one fifty me if I didn't go into treatment, as they told they love me, tried to get guardianship of all my bank accounts. So the people that are the closest to me, the people that uh, supposedly care about me and were concerned 
about the night I almost jumped off of a 14-story apartment building, mm-hmm. condo, after one of my uh, sincere neighbors jumped off of the parking garage structure. He was very I was sincere. hallucinating. Copycat. I was uh, completely out of my mind, having a nervous breakdown because of the uh, uh, morphine I was taking. But getting back to the original story, I'm really tired. This is the first time I smoked weed in two weeks. Okay. So <laughs> basically what he's explaining here is he was taking these oxys, drinking alcohol, and smoking weed. Then his buddy got him the, the morphine. He talks about that. So for two weeks, I shot these drugs into my stomach. Two weeks. And I did not know that you're not supposed to mix marijuana and morphine together. <laughs> and and then I was Your doctor didn't tell drinking you? All this, yeah, I got that case of this hard cock bourbon, and I was drinking bourbon and all that. Well, I had a psychosis event. Okay. So the guy's out of his mind for four days, shooting morphine, drinking, smoking weed, and then he thinks that there's spirits coming out of his dishwasher, so he's naked, ready to jump off the balcony so the cops grab him, and they go, we got to get you into treatment, sir. And this is all because of the sure. dick accident. It's all because of the dick accident. Okay. So then they bring him into treatment, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> and then he sobers up, and 14 days later, he goes... The people need me. He busts out of rehab and gets back on the air. Thank God to give us a penis update because we're all wondering what is going on with this guy's dick. I got to say, though, none of what you're describing sounds like a two week tune up. Let's see. Maybe maybe take a little more time, Johnny. Get yourself right. Oh, I did promise a penis update. As far as the aesthetics of it, it is completely healed. It is 100% healed. I've not had sex yet. Mm-hmm. And I've yet to have an erection. Oh. I was not horny in treatment, even though there was a couple of attractive ladies there, but I, I didn't even want to fuck them. There's something wrong mentally. Yeah, that's the only reason to go to rehab. Yeah. Uh, I have not had an erection <laughs> since the incident. All right. So that sucks because apparently his penis is all healed, mm-hmm. but it's not working very well. But good news, everyone. He's going to try it out tonight. Uh, I'm going to try tonight. I'm going to watch some porn. Maybe I, haven't, I, have, I didn't have a phone. I couldn't watch any porn. I couldn't do anything for two weeks. So maybe the dick's working, but it just is not. It has not gotten hard by itself. There's no morning wood. There's, I, I cannot get an erection. It's like a wet noodle. Say it so, Johnny. So I just want to point out a little foreshadowing for what we're going to be talking about in a little bit. How original this content is. I've never heard a radio host talk about his penis before. That no. wasn't done by the most famous morning drive radio jock of all time for decades. So I, yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying. He's clearly influenced by Stern, but it was a shame when the FCC tried to take Johnny down for it, yes. having girls ride the Sibian. That was Cor- heartbreaking. Correct, but at least his company <laughs> stood behind him and paid those fines. <laughs> yes, thank God. I'm really glad the Blog Talk Network, or whatever the fuck I was saying earlier, <laughs> was able to... That, Take out $100,000 for him. You know how right you are about him just completely trying to be Stern? I mean, for sure, anyone doing a podcast, more or less, is influenced by Stern in some way because he invented a lot of shit. Yeah. But this guy is such a Stern ripoff because literally he refers to blog talk radio as corporate. He's like, you know, the powers that be. And it's just like this website that he hosts. They don't even know he he exists on there. It's not (laughs) a thing. It's not even a thing. So, yeah, they tried to take me down, but they couldn't do it. (laughs) 
So you listened to an episode that was just from yesterday, I think, or the day before. Yes, correct. Um, so what did you pick up on from that episode? Uh, well, do you want to talk about the tour that he's going on? Yes, I do want to talk about the tour he's going on. So clip number one, this, I mean, we're making fun of him for not being original. This is at least a, an original idea. I'm not sure what the benefit is necessarily, but he's going on a worldwide tour. And in the description of the episode, um, it says this tour, uh, is going to be like, they're going to, you know, 200,000 fans, are going to come out to see Johnny Cush. So I was pretty intrigued by it. <laughs> wow. I mean, Trump doesn't even get those numbers. That sounds very impressive. <laughs> Cush at Palooza. We will be announcing where we are going, where uh, where the first party will be. We are heading towards Reno. But I am going to stop at brothels. So they can laugh at my dick. <laughs> All the way up till we get to Reno. So I don't know how long it's going to take to get to Reno. So our goal is to get to Reno, maybe hit a couple of brothels, maybe get a good dick suck in, you know? Mm-hmm. We're hoping. But we're um, I'm getting up tomorrow. When I say getting up tomorrow, probably around 3 in the afternoon. He's <laughs> a hard worker, this guy. <laughs> He's getting up, but will his dick is the question. <laughs> so, That's what I want to know. Are you a boner guy? <laughs> so, so if I can explain a little bit about what the tour is. Yes. It's... um. He's he's driving around the country, and he's gonna talk to people, and he's gonna like tweet out where he is, I guess. And if you want, you can you can go see him. This is gonna be amazing. I, I mean, I will say he's kind of ripping off Kevin Brennan with this one, but well, uh, I, he's ripping off me too because I'm going on tour. Actually, tonight I'm going to a buddy from college's house up in Groton, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. So I'll be on tour there. And then I'll be in uh, Watertown for the Kirkman and show tomorrow. So wow. I'm touring around the state of Massachusetts. And you'll be seeing people that you know at these places. <laughs> well, wow. th- those are the fans, Carl. Right, no, I know. Those are the people that get to see me on tour. All right, well, I, I hope you rest your autograph hand tonight. So, so clip number four, he gets in a little more detail about this. The main reason for going on this tour is a self-examination. Uh, just an overall... Experience where I want to go around and check out what's going on in America. I want to know, because I see shit now, about how everybody is in this part of town. I want to see if I can go to a part of town and there's people that like to party like I do. And what we're going to do is, is we're <laughs> going to set suicidal. up a, a time and I'm going to go hang out at the bar. So if you want to come uh, hang out, have a few drinks, smoke a few bowls, do whatever you want to do. And if you're female and want to have sex with me, I mean that that's uh, more than you're more than welcome to. You're more than welcome to the sex. That'll work. That that by the way, <laughs> good you, plan. Would you care for some sex? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to bars around the country yep. and you can come find me if you want. That's yeah. his big tour. And he goes on to list I, I shit you not. He spent I'm 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 rounding down eight minutes probably. Listing like we're gonna go to St. Louis, and then from St. Louis we're gonna go to Chicago, and then from Chicago we're gonna hit uh, Minnesota, and then we're gonna go here. It was like a boring Howard Dean speech. And it this was... is right. <laughs> and this is after he talked about how his dick doesn't work anymore, right? And he's inviting girls to have sex with him. Oh yes. Oh well, actually, I guess the uh, porn experiment must have worked the night before then. Well, he he explains that at the brothels, 
Um, no one is equipped to handle a penis like they are at brothels. Okay. So he's going to go to brothels in Reno and see if they can cure his lack of erection, apparently. Well, that's a good place to go to cure that. Yeah, sorry. I'll yeah. give him that. <laughs> they, that is a good strategy. Of, of, of all the plans he's had so far, that's the best one. For that's sure. Fair. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to live well, stream from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, I, he's so he's going to broadcast from his car. I guess he put a mattress in like the bed of his truck or something he's like so that. so proud of that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he really was. I happen to know a guy who had a mattress in his van. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not proud of this He's at all. He's been since fired. <laughs> he, he was fired from the isotopes. That was very fucking creepy. I'm like, fired he... or on tour, Carl? <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm like, can we can we get a light guy who doesn't have a rape fan, please? This is it was not a good look. So rapey. <laughs> well, if I could tell you a little about a, a bit more about his taste in women, uh, clip number five shows you how picky he is. Get old horn dogged up one night, man. I really need to get laid. I need to work, need to go where there's sure thing. Just got to come to me the tour or something. Go, you know what, Johnny? I want to fuck, and then I'll fuck you. I have to, no matter uh, race, creed, height, weight. It's got to be over twenty-two species. <laughs> and everybody knows Johnny likes him over forty. So if you're over forty, that's a plus. That's a plus. So if you're a big fat 60 year old, <laughs> come on out and fuck Johnny Cush. What a delightful tour. Wow. Oh, man. This uh, sounds amazing. He, he really is. If you want, oh, uh, it, we can hear about the giveaways on this tour. This tour is action packed, baby. So oh, clip number two will tell you a little bit of incentive. You guys are laughing now. But wait till you hear the incentive if you go meet Johnny Cush at a bar. The way up to Reno, we're going to stop at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, my favorite place. And I'm bringing some cash. Got a lot of cash in a bag, and we're bringing it up. I'll be driving across the country with it. Nice. Big dollar sign on it. we'll be giving money away at some of these tour stops. Some of these tour stops will be giving away just hugs. We don't know what we're giving away. (laughs) I'll take neither from you, sir. (laughs) Thank you. Ooh, ooh, can I have the hug, please? Uh, I'll just what, take the bag. Coveted item. Is that the fucking lamest thing right there? We'll give away cash if you come meet up with me. I, I'll give you cash to hang out with me at a bar. It's more than Stuttering John offers. I mean, Ray DeVito might show That's up, fair. but I don't know who else is going to take him up on that <laughs> yeah. offer. And the, the the worst thing about it's like... <laughs> He's on the he's on the border of an interesting idea, but none of it's planned. Like well, if he none does, of it's pre- real. Mike, well, he doesn't true, have an too. audience. There's no one listening to this. He's speaking into the <laughs> void and going, "I can't wait to meet all my fans." It's so pathetic. He's such a loser. This guy is the biggest fucking loser I have heard since Wednesday when we did WATP. You know what I mean? <laughs> going you can way never back. You live in the fantasy, can you? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm too much of a realist. To fucking handle this shit. This guy is such a moron. Well, actually, I have an example of that. Uh, clip number three starts talking about what a broken man he is. So I don't even know if we'll make it to Reno tomorrow. Okay, the tour was supposed to start in October. Why Why not just start tomorrow? I got to get the fuck out of here. It's August. It's only 10 months. <laughs> you know, I've only been here a few months, and uh, I, I can't even tell you what's happened here. Uh, the, the amount of shit that I went through. I thought I could party. I thought I was a party guy. I thought I could party harder than anybody. I thought I could put Motley Crue to shame. I thought I could party harder than any fucking guy or person or entity that's ever walked the face of this earth. I thought I could party harder than anybody, but guess what? I can't. 
this place has broke me. I know the tour was supposed to start, and we were supposed to go out with the crew. And <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to get the goddamn Bronco, and I'm going to drive across the country. Not much of a tour. Just a cross-country trip now? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, well, it's funny because the whole thing, like, he's presenting as it's like, you know, this sad thing because he can't party anymore. But then what's really sad is just the last sentence where he's like, I was supposed to have a crew, and then uh, it's just me and my rape van going around the country. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Mike, the reason why we're talking about this guy, should I get into this now? Sure. And and you have some more clips on here that we can get to, but I, I, I think it's time to unveil what's happening here. The yes. fact is, and we've played this guy on the show before, because he's had some choice words for yours truly. He doesn't care for what we do over here on Who Are These Podcasts. Certainly not. I don't think he likes you either, producer Chris. But I'm producer Chris. I know. Everyone beloved, loves Chris. Beloved producer Chris. He's the Tukey of the show. <laughs> but apparently what we do is very easy to do. It's just the bottom of the barrel when it comes yeah. to doing a, a podcast. Yeah. But number two, the guy who has no talent whatsoever. The guy's a little spidly little prick. He's an ugly little fucking goateed, glasses-wearing, just... House-owning. <laughs> slimy, nasty... That's kind of nailing it so far, honestly. <laughs> scum of the earth, bottom-of-the-barrel broadcaster, That's who does point. nothing else... But... ...than uh, put other people's podcasts on to make fun of them. You hear what his problem is with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we goof on people's podcasts. He doesn't like that. I'm sure I'll love today's episode then. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I, I guess the reason why he's mad at me is because he thinks that Opie's very talented. Uh, sure. he, he doesn't like that we goof on Opie, who's who's way better at this than I could ever be. I wonder if Opie ever gets those clips emailed to him, like, hey, you know, who defend? He seems like a guy that. Trying to, he knows there's more likely an in with Opie than anyone else. He's, he sees the oh. vegetables on Opie's show, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I have an in here." That's he interesting. That kind of you actually think that there's a reason for this? That he actually has a plan and a strategy? <laughs> I think he's just I a fucking moron who's running his mouth because he doesn't fucking know any better. But you might be right. <laughs> That's fair. No, I've never done that one time. You know why? Because I don't care about other people's podcasts. I don't have to show that I have superior intelligence over some retarded kid. What kind of intelligence? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to do a podcast and you're making fun of him because he's only got six views or whatever, or he's got a weird look or, well, those are uh, funny things. After my buddy Opie. Oh, it's buddy Opie. One of the greatest radio minds in the history of radio. And as time will go on, Remind. <laughs> He's going to crush you, Carl. No fucking way. What are you talking about? Opie is going to crush me. Of course. He's going to yeah. wait another seven years, probably, but eventually <laughs> he is going to crush me. I better watch out for that any minute now. Yeah. Well, you remember what ONA used to say to shows they would go after, like, yeah. "Hey, watch it, buddy. Seven years, yeah. and we're gonna come. We're gonna send the pests after you." Yeah, I think I think they used to say, uh, "We'll get you next time, gadget." Next time was their <laughs> punchline for that. All right, so again, he's going to crush me as well. It's not just Opie who's gonna crush me. 
and I'm going to crush you because you're a piece of shit. You've done not one original piece of content. Not one original piece of content has come out of your mind. All you do is you make fun of Stuttering John, um, a guy who uh, became a household name in America. Well, yeah. Uh, so you sit, you make fun of Stuttering John, and you make fun of Opie, and you make fun of, uh, you know, people that are, you know, not that talented, but trying to put a podcast on and making fun of them. You have a problem being jelly, Wendy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I think I see what's going on here. We have a show people actually listen to. And this guy's upset because as soon as they, people start talking about original content, originality, yeah. it's actually an unoriginal complaint. It's very unoriginal. And I just want to point out to Johnny Cush, I could do exactly what he does. The reason why I don't is because I think being poor is a bummer. <laughs> That's why I don't do what he does. I can sit here and just go, Mitch McConnell is sucking off these boys, allegedly. Or maybe not. Oops. It's not difficult to do what you do, asshole. No, it's not difficult, but you got to give him this. No one has ever ventured into politics before. No, that I is don't. original, at least. That's a good point. He's very original. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's getting very upset with me here as this goes on. And that's all you've done. You've done nothing original. You just shit on other people's work. That's all you do. You're a fucking piece of shit. You're a scumbag. You're a barnacle. To the podcast community. There's nothing original about what you're doing. And we're coming after you. Who are these podcasts? Well, I'll tell you what. This podcast is going to kick your fucking ass. I'm getting to my Can Bronco right little now. Fuck and all. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And you send a, a guy that pretends to be a potato to... Well, guess what? Pretends to be a potato to... Uh, uh... <laughs> Well, guess what? I know. But you send them somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was well reasoned. I'll give him that. Yeah. All right. He's, he's got me there. He's saying that uh, we're not very good at what we do and that uh, I'm amateur hour. Amateur hour, buddy. Fucking amateur hour. Do you know who fucking Johnny Cush is, motherfucker? Do you know? <laughs> no. Because I don't. We're coming for you, Carl. We're coming for you. And all your little dipshit friends, the Shuleys, you cannot make it as a comedian, and your podcast sucks. It's a bunch of fucking Zoom windows, a bunch of boxes. I do have to say, he sounds nervous. He sounds nervous doing this, and I have a feeling the reason why is because he knows that people are actually going to hear this for once. It, well, it's interesting you bring up sound, Carl, because he's criticizing the technology of this show. Yeah. While it sounds like he's on frequency 850. Right. It's very thin. He sounds nervous to be even saying this because he's never been heard by anyone on the internet before, and now he actually is. And so he's like, doesn't know how to finish a sentence. He's very concerned about what he says. It's some fucking Carl piece of shit uh, talking shit about people's shows. Well, guess what? Carl... Radio Karma's coming, Carl. And then we'll put up together a nice little reel for Carl. But we're coming for you. you okay, we're, um, yeah. That sounds oh, terrible. Yeah. I'm coming to show how big my dick is in this game. You're broken. Dick. Maybe broken, but <laughs> and I'm coming two hundred thousand people. Okay. Which is way more people 
and then listen to your show in a month. All right, so he says 200,000 people listen to him every night, which is more people that listen to my show in a month. Now, on Blog Talk Radio, it shows you some stats for this guy. And it shows that he has 1,608 episodes, 277 followers, whatever that means. I'm not going to knock him for that. I don't know if people are following things on that platform. 298,824 listens. If you do the math, that's about 186 listens per episode. You're a fucking loser. You are a <laughs> you're fucking... You're talking to nobody. You're talking to no one. You think you're talking to this big international audience. You're talking to fucking no one. And then he tries to say what my numbers are. Which is way more people than listen to your show in a month. Listen to me live every night from around the world. And you have what? 6,000 views on YouTube? Wow. All right. So I haven't actually looked at this in a while. So I wanted to look this up. If you go to my YouTube page and you go to the about page for who are these podcasts, it says that we have right now 6,960,614 views. And that just started building in February of 2021 when we actually went to YouTube and started building this thing. How many blog talk followers do you have, though? 7 million views on YouTube. This guy goes, what do you got, 6,000? What do you see, one video that I posted the day before? He's like, what do you got, 6,000 views? I got 200,000 people watching. Just the opposite. Just the opposite, you fucking loser, you dolt. Are you suggesting he's lying? Because I will say, I started a question when I went to his Twitter account, and he had about 300 followers. I was like, that's odd for a show with 200,000 listeners. None of them are checking him out on Twitter? That's unusual. He's been on Twitter since 2011, and he has 220 followers. And he's one of these guys (laughs) who follows over 900. So usually (laughs) what you do is if you follow people, they'll follow you back because they're all losers. They don't have any fans or following or anything like that. This retard... Is trying to follow people, and they won't even follow him back. And I was looking at his engagement. You know what? Fuck it. I'll just pull up the page because I have it right here. I have the link. All right. Let's take a look at how he's doing with this uh, this Twitter page that he has. Which he does promote, by the way. He may. He seems like the kind of guy that would be like, I don't even care about Twitter. He, prom- he promoted on every episode I listened to. All right. So here he is. Uh, the Marijuana Happy Hour at Marijuana Happy. Johnny Cush brings his award-winning show live to Blog Talk Radio with Marijuana Happy Hour. Tonight we talk about the great Count Chocula conspiracy. 220 followers. And if you look at any of his tweets, so this one has no likes, no retweets, seven views, no comments. This one has... No comments, no likes, no retweets, nine views. This one, nine views. No comments, no likes, no retweets, nine views. Uh, Six views, uh, five views. I can't find a single fucking like or retweet. And anything this guy's doing, he thinks he has 200,000 people following him? You have zero people following you. Zero is the actual number of people you have following you. You're a fucking loser. And he calls me a cuck. And not only are you an untalented fuck... You're a YouTube cuck. And I think you suck. sucks YouTube's dick. (laughs) Make sure you don't swear in the first five minutes because you don't want to kick it off YouTube. You're a YouTube cuck. You're an untalented piece of shit. And we're coming for you. The stoners, yes. The dirtbags, us... Low life pieces of shit that you like to call us. You want to fucking talk shit about my show? You want to talk shit about me? Yeah. You don't have the numbers, motherfucker. All right? Okay. You don't have the right numbers. I outperform you every fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Okay. 
and we're coming for your show. Okay, he's coming for my show. So I looked on YouTube to see what he had going on on YouTube. Now, I guess his YouTube account's been taken down. We'll talk about that. But I did find one video on here from uh, nine years ago. And it has Join Johnny Cush in the Marijuana Happy Hour views. as he throws the biggest pot party in the United States live on Blog Talk Radio. America's oh. favorite stoner, Johnny Cush, and his number one late night comedy show, The Marijuana Happy Hour, are live Monday through Thursday, 12.30 a.m. Eastern, 11.30 Central, 10.30 Mountain, and 9.30 Pacific. We you can find Johnny Cush in the Marijuana slot. Happy Hour at www.blogtalkradio.com slash MHH Network. With celebrity guests, movie stars, and rock stars calling in. All right, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. I'm going to get back to this video, but first, let me play this little clip from his show where he's going to promote. And and he has astronauts on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this clip where he's trying to promote this big show he has coming up and then realizes he shouldn't do this. And a very special show on Saturday that you guys. Well. We don't advertise celebrities anymore until they actually show up. So if he shows up, he's here. If not, well, we'll just do another show. Who cares? Well, sounds like he's had a couple no-shows of people who didn't show up. But according to this promo, he's got all these celebrities. But this is great, what they say next on this promo. The nighttime is the right time with Johnny Cush. Are you in a band? Do you want to be heard by over 100,000 people? Send Johnny Cush your music. and he- That is not how that works. If you have a giant audience, you don't advertise saying, are you in a band and want to be heard by a bunch of people? We'll just play your music. 100,000 people. Send Johnny Cush your music, and he will play it live on his show, The Marijuana Happy Hour. If you want to see the end of marijuana prohibition and you want your voice to be heard, call 646-727-1828. That number again, 646-727-1828. If you have missed any of the shows, there are over 1,000 archived episodes for you to choose from. Follow Johnny Cush on Facebook and on Twitter at Marijuana What a waste of time. (laughs) What a strange music bed, too. I know, what a fucking terrible promo that is. Yeah, it feels like I'm going to be dialing a fucking sex talk line or something. All right, so this is... You just heard that he said that I'm a YouTube cuck, that I have these rules that I play by. I can't swear in the first five. He doesn't even understand how YouTube works. He's completely wrong about that. Well, you also, might be. You're not, you're, you're not on, the full show's not on YouTube. You've never done that where you don't swear for the first 10 minutes. No. Correct. <laughs> and you might be a YouTube cuck as you want to watch YouTube get fucked. That's right? true. That's a good point. I would like to watch that. <laughs> the, the, bigger, the bigger the black cock, the better on that one. <laughs> Agreed. But uh, this is what he says. And what happens when people like us come from your show? What happens? Well, the first thing what we do is we send YouTube complaints. Oh. And we send lots of them, thousands of them. So this fucking asshole, he, he's calling me a piece of shit and a scumbag? This is a bitch move. He's going to get his 186 listeners to all send YouTube complaints to get my channel taken down. And I, I got to tell you here, Johnny. I know you don't know what I do or how I do it, but as you guys mentioned, YouTube is not my primary channel. My, my main medium is this podcast. That's how most people, most people don't want to see me. They just want to hear me. Smart move. I get it. That makes a lot of sense. But to say that you're going to send complaints in and get people to send complaints into my YouTube is such a bitch move. It makes you such an asshole. You don't understand that? I've yeah. never heard a tough guy close with, let me talk to your manager. Right. No, it's, it's, it's such a buildup for nothing. It's the equivalent of, I'm telling teacher. Yeah. And make sure you announce it. Yeah, don't forget the tattletale on me. <laughs> don't forget the tattle on me, Johnny Cush. You're going to win this battle for sure. 
I oh, gotta I... tell you, my heart is still three clips ago where they advertised we're gonna have walk stars on our show and dinosaurs and firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fucking child. It's, it's fucking career day. Yeah. Hookers and firemen. <laughs> so he did uh, say that he's on Rumble. So he's one of these rebels who has to go on Rumble. He oh, can't be on YouTube. Bad. So I looked that up. On Rumble, he has one follower, and every one of his episodes that's up there has between one and two views. <laughs> it's Mama Kush. I was just going to say, all the comments are, go get him, son. Yeah. And I wouldn't even be making fun of him for this, because it's very hard to build an audience. But the fact that he thinks he has this giant eye is going to take me down. And he's not just going after my YouTube, either. To a point where you lose your YouTube privileges, then what you got, Patreon? How much? How long can you do the same fucking show that you've been doing for what five years now? The same fucking show every night, and now you're stuck in this loop where you're actually paying people you're shitting on to come on your show. Oh, is this what he's mad Ooh. about? Because that stuttering John Ooh. and I split super chats. We're coming for you, Carl. Okay, oh, I'm very nervous, sir. So it goes even beyond me. This guy is a delusional piece of shit. We're coming for you, and we're taking you down. We're taking all. Of the bad radio people out. We're taking you all out, Mike Calta. Okay. He's got enough problems, and, uh, doesn't he? We are the talented radio uh, producers of America, and uh, Radio Karma is coming your way. He thinks he's better than Mike Calta now? <laughs> and he keeps trying to start a list that just doesn't pan out. Yeah, you're right. He's like, we're taking all you guys out, Mike Calta. And the rest. <laughs> it's not working at all. Okay. <laughs> The comedy rule of one. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's, you could dish it out, Carl. Who are these podcasts? Well, I'll tell you what, who these podcasts are. These podcast, that podcast is done. Uh-oh. You're done. So if you're a, a fan of this podcast. Cunt nuggets. Warn them. Warn them. Because it comes in waves and it comes. Oh. Uh-oh. It's getting poetic. It, it comes in waves. <laughs> Because it comes in waves and it comes in waves. <laughs> just, it's just the waves. That's you, what you should you be looking no, for. That's my point. You have no idea how we get you. We get you in weird ways. The um, This guy has no plan. Silence of the podcast. He can't plan a sentence. No. By the time we're done with you, uh-huh, right. it's going to be mincemeat. We're going to uh-huh. take you out. Oh, to dinner? So he just said... I have no idea how they're going to get me. You just said you're going to send complaints to YouTube. Yeah. I'm very familiar with how you're going to go after me, sir. You just <laughs> said it. And then he goes, we have weird ways of getting you. <laughs> so You guys keep talking about how he has no plan. You're making me worry that the Boston leg of the tour isn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying to go to this thing. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. He hasn't even gotten to Reno yet. Come on. This just. Oh, I'm sorry that this goes on and on, but this is the beginning of a podcast war, so I feel like I need to address this properly. One other guy that needs to go is Red Bar. Red Bar? Uh-oh. Another guy. I'm done. I'm done with uh, YouTubers making money off of other creative people's material. Guy goes on, he watches Kill Tony all night and talks about it. Ooh, can I make a note for anyone that wants to uh, mark the calendars? We're in the middle of a clip, but sure, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> well, I just want to point out, he, he's defending Kill Tony here because he's, he plans on uh, one of the stops on the tour is the comedy mothership where he intends to get on Kill Tony. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting yes. because he actually does the opposite of that in just a moment. Listen to this. Okay. 
and talks about it in gibberish. Him and his wife, they get on and they talk about it. And uh, Radio Karma's coming your way. Red Band. Yeah. He goes, I'm also going after Red Bar, which I'd recommend this retard not do that. <laughs> because <laughs> Red Bar is not as polite as I am. I'll just Correct. say that. <laughs> and then he goes on to say Red Band, which is Brian Red Band from Kill Tony. I think he got confused in his See, own I think head. He fucked up. Yeah, I think he got confused. Uh, yeah. Except for the fact that he goes on to explain further. Mike Culta, Fred Band, Carl from Warley's Podcasts. Now there's a list. Radio Karma is coming. (laughs) The radio wars have begun. I've declared radio war on all of you. I guess it's official, though. And anybody else thinks they can come on and stand toe-to-toe with me and think they can match wits? About it good. Think you can... uh, Outthink me? You think you can outmaneuver me? You think you can get me canceled? You've already gotten me thrown off of YouTube 18 times. No one's trying to outmaneuver you, you fucking retard, you hack. <laughs> I'm not the one who got you taken off of YouTube. You probably got yourself taken off of YouTube. You're a moron. I didn't even know you existed. I know this is a radio war between him and all these people everyone knows. And he thinks that he's going to come out on top on this one. And I'm the only one who's going to address this. Mike Kelt is not going to mention this. Red Band, Red Bar, any, none of these people are even going to mention this guy. They don't know who the fuck he is. So let's see how much longer we have, guys. This could be the end of... I, I'm acting like I'm going to win this war, but who knows? Don't take me down with you. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. The radio wars have begun. I've declared war. <laughs> And uh, you guys should surrender. It's like a child. We are giving you one week. Oh, no. It's going to take a stop broadcasting. (laughs) Or we are going to troll you like you've never been trolled before. So he's going to give us seven days. And if we don't stop broadcasting in seven days, it's on. The war is on. And I have to say, this came out on, I think, the 17th. So we're already a few days into this week already. Uh Clock's ticking, Buster. I know. (laughs) Shit. I gotta say, with all this tough talk, you better watch your mouth because it seems like you're cruising for a real knuckle sandwich. <laughs> I have to say, this is obviously jealousy. Oh, you think, Carl? I, think I don't so. think you needed to say that. Yeah, I, I, I think so because he's going after <laughs> professionals who make a living from broadcasting, yeah. and he's just like, "Well, I should make a living from broadcasting too." And you, welcome, you guys get to. You're not even doing it right. I'm doing it the right way. <laughs> Give me some of that oh. internet money, buddy. <laughs> Dude, that's what it turns into. It's so funny you say that because it, it, this guy. Okay, so first off, he is going to explain. He's not going to kick my ass. Oh, so that's good. It's good to know. We're coming after you harder than you've ever been came after before. And I'm just letting you know right now. You could just stop broadcasting. Okay. We would like that. Maybe just stop broadcasting. Why? What would that do for you? But once again, I'm going to emphasize. I'm not threatening anybody personally. Okay, good. With any violence or any, I'm not death threatening anybody. I'm not doing any of that. Okay. But we will do things that are that are completely legal. Mm-hmm. We'll be calling your programs. Okay. And we're gonna fuck with you <laughs> to a oh. point where you're gonna give up. Okay. To a point where you're gonna give up. We're going to kill your show. We're going to fuck your wives. Oh. <laughs> Very specific. Consensually, of course. That just went full fucking Zubak. Consensually. He just went full Zubak. He's going to fuck our wives now on top of this. I'd take her out to a nice dinner. I am a gentleman, goddammit. Yeah. But... Nothing illegal. We're just going to ruin your show and fuck your wives. 
That's all. <laughs> Standard like practice. Yeah, like a gentleman would. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to, I know he's got a very scary army that's going to come after me. So I'm just going to say yeah. our voicemail number is 585 612 1388. If you're a oh, fan of this oh. retard, go ahead and call it and troll me. Let's see how many listeners this guy has. 585-612-1388. And all the rest of you, let's get some parody songs going for this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy sucks. <laughs> get um, ready to do battle. And for those that aren't interested in this war, I am going at it with Joe Rogan right now. I'm going to take him down. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so if you'd rather join me in that fight, well, come okay, along. I'm in a radio war. You're in a Spotify war. I get it. We're all in different <laughs> yeah. wars that are going on. <laughs> Uh, this is my last clip of him talking about him taking all of us down. So I hope you guys uh, take me seriously. <laughs> because course. once we're done with you, no one's ever going to listen to you again. We're not going to. No one's going to listen to us. Oh. After we tell everybody the real Carl, uh-huh. the real Red Band, <gasps> and the real Mike Calta. saying Red Band. I know. I think he means Red Band. Once we uncover these facts about these gentlemen. Not only will you stop listening to them, mm-hmm. they will be banned from every platform named to man because these are horrible people doing horrible things and making money off of other people's hard work. So he's going to expose us. I've heard this one before. Yes. He's going to expose us. And what he thinks in his head, and this is why this guy is such a dolt, is that he thinks that the reason why he doesn't have listeners is because we do. And he would have all these listeners if it weren't for these shows he's going after specifically. You know what? I think he does mean Red Bar every time he says Red Band. He, he does, yeah. yeah. He definitely does. He's just okay. a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's just a fucking moron. Why, why, Brian Red Band, what place does he have in this world? That's, I, that, I was, <laughs> he's, he's an innocent boy. <laughs> he kept saying Red Band over and over again, so I'm like, he must mean Red Band then. But no, I think you're right. I think he does mean <laughs> yeah. Red Bar. So it's me, Kelta, and Red Bar. And he honestly thinks that if those three shows were off the air, all of the listeners would come to him. And he would finally make a living like he wants to. He could afford a car Naturally. and do all these things that he wants to be able to do because he's a fucking idiot. A car for $116,000. What are you, nuts, Carl, in this economy? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what, what is that going to be, a Kia? <laughs> all right. Let's get back to your clips now that we know what's going oh, on with well. this guy. I've got something for you to address, Buster. Oh, good. Clip number nine. You think you're done with this war? I don't think so, <laughs> you tattletale bitch. So last night I said something, and uh, let's leave it at that. I said something. I did. And uh, let's just say one of the little bitches that I talked about last night sent me a little letter. Hmm. Sent me a little letter. This was not me, by the way. <laughs> well, well, Said if well. I ever mentioned his name again on this radio show, that he's going to sue me. How ironic. How ironic. What is going on with pussies like you? You're a pussy. You're a fucking pussy. You are. You're a pussy. Meow. Hmm. That's why yeah, indeed. I'm coming after you. Feel fucking pussy. Wait. Wait till our first stunt that we're pulling on you. Oh, it's literally today. It almost got me hard. It almost fixed my penis. I got so excited about the stunt we're getting ready to pull on you. All right. Well, that actually leads into uh, the last clip that I have over here because he was talking about how we better hope his dick starts working again. That's my hobby. Getting drunk and fucking chicks. I can't fuck chicks. I got to find a new hobby. And I guess it's just going to be trolling radio shows. 
if I can't fuck, I'm re- you guys are really out for it. No. I'll have 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day to fuck with radio hosts. Said the loser. <laughs> we don't want that. We want my dick. You guys want my dick to work. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm worried about is how well your dick works. Want? No, sir. Need your dick to work. Is, <laughs> what, is a what a I'm dick. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck it. I have one more clip. I'll just play it now. All right. <laughs> because I just want to say that he's wrong about this. But I don't have mental illness. <laughs> I haven't been uh, diagnosed with mental illness whatsoever. Why are you handing me these pills? I am diagnosing you right now, sir, with mental illness. Mental <laughs> illness can literally drive you crazy. Just so you know. All right, Mike, finish this off here and then we'll move on. Uh, well, if you want to keep going down the delusional road, clip number six, I think, uh, further displays uh, him kind of talking about the audience and some of the theories they have about him. I'm going out by myself. There's no crew. There's no camera crew. I just want to go out and listen to the, and meet the people in face-to-face that listen to this show. <laughs> I don't want to Zoom with you. I don't want to – I want to show everybody that I'm not AI. Everybody thinks I'm AI. <laughs> Definitely not the eye part. Nobody thinks this is real. <laughs> Nobody thinks that they can put out this much content. Everybody is accusing me of being AI. An hour a day. Wow. An hour a day. Just under an nothing. hour, four days a week. <laughs> wow. Wow. With pregnant pauses all over the place. How is that possible? One man? Holy How shit. Do, you do it? How do you do it, Johnny Cush? <laughs> what a delusional return. <laughs> Have I made that point yet? <laughs> I, I think you, ha- I was going to say, if you want to further hammer at home, clips seven and eight would probably okay. finish us off nicely because he okay, talks good. about his prowess with the ladies. I went uh, last night. It was a long, uh, the other two, if I'm not going to have any sex, I can't just sit here and do nothing all day. I, if I, they, honestly, if I'm not fucking anybody, I have nothing to do all day because that's usually what I did. My day would consist of, of course, you get up and you go to Starbucks and you look for frustrated sexual moms in yoga pants and you take them back to your fucking, you know, you bang the fuck out of them. All right. That's that's what I do. Right? You can't find that. Then you get online. <laughs> you don't get online. You go just walk around a little bit, walk around the strip a little bit, look for fucking wounded whores that just want some cock. All right, next clip. Most thing oh, I'm Madam, I know about. you just had breakfast, but uh, <laughs> would you like to go to the back of my van? <laughs> I can't say no to that, sir. You know. <laughs> know. I'm, a, I'm a multitasker. Has anyone ever said no to that? Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just a person here. The most thing I'm excited about is I'm going to go tomorrow, and I'm going to pay for five women at the same time to try to get me off. Okay. I'm going to lay in the middle of the bed naked. And I want to have five of the working girls there all get naked and just rub every inch of my body. I want them to worship me like I'm a king. I want a couple of girls working on my feet. I want a couple of girls blowing me. That's (laughs) gross. And I want one to shove her pussy right in my face. That's what I'm looking for tomorrow. Uh, I never go to a whorehouse and just want to eat pussy. I don't understand (laughs) that at all. That is not on the menu at the Bunny Ranch. (laughs) No. You know that another guy's balls were slapping against that 13 minutes ago, right, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's again because he has the mind of a child. He's like, I want all the, I want pussy and I want a massage. Ice cream. they, (laughs) They can fan me and feed me grapes. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Holy shit, this guy's a loser. <sighs> all right. Anything else you picked up on? That, that, that's about all. I've got a couple more if you want to keep going on them, but I think that pretty much sums him up more or less. Okay. Yeah. I think we get the point. Yeah. The only thing missing was <laughs> yeah. his biker gang friends that were on their way. <laughs> oh, all right. Chris, you've done it. Clip number 10. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, my friends. <laughs> enjoy this uh, Burger King up the road. Well, I enjoyed it a little bit more. I'm not allowed there anymore. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. How does that happen? And uh, the other reason I'm going on tour is uh, I got a guy from a biker gang that said he's going to stab me for having sex with his wife that worked at the Burger King. But that's a whole other show or a whole other time. Biker gang's wives work at Burger King? <laughs> and just fuck randos. <laughs> oh, also, I like the ending where he's like, but that's far too interesting to tell right, on today's right. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The teaser. <laughs> so he's going on tour because he's running for his life? Is that what we're hearing? I thought this was a tour that he wanted yeah, to see. Yeah, and America. announcing where he is at every stop. Yeah, I thought he wanted to be 200,000 people, love his show. If you want to murder America. me, I will be at... <laughs> You can murder me, but I'm not going to make it easy on yeah. you. <laughs> You're going to have to travel. Wow. Wowie. All right. Anything else, Mike, that we should no, play? Okay. In that case, I think it's time for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And this cringe of the week is an interesting one. It came in from my boy, John Marlowe, who was listening to this very program. He enjoys Who Are These Podcasts. He listens to it on whatever podcasting app. And as you guys know, we do have some dynamic ads that come into play from time to time. And boy, is this one bad timing. This is how our show started for our listener, John Marlowe. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place. All right. Well, that's a pretty tragic place to be advertising (laughs) current time. It's not great. Oops. Whoopsie. I love Maui. (laughs) Nothing bad ever happens there. It's my happy place. It's so safe, too. It'd be great if it was like a purposeful. She was like, "Listen, most of the time it is beautiful there. So you're honestly now is the time to book a flight because it's going to be pretty empty for a while, <laughs> or buy real estate for that matter." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I have not done this in years, but I fucked up. I forgot to use the bathroom before the show. Uh, <laughs> I really got to pee, so I'm going to ask Chris. Can you play some music or something? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. <laughs> Stand by, everyone. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. The worst. All right. Uh, start here, I guess. Oh, you know what I want to do? My favorite. Things are getting insane here in Cuckberg. Shock Chocks Podcast Entertain. It's a Cuckberg. My defend Anthony. Her bag to be. Cooking up to you. Fuck you, keep telling all your cocktails. 
Do you like that? It was worth it. Sounds like he's almost done. It's very exciting. It's the Muppet Show! Uh, I hear those feet. Don't let Johnny Cush get a hold of this audio. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're almost back. <laughs> and we're back. Takes a hell, hell of a piss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you guys have fun without me? Yeah. Oh, it was a blast. All right. Very good. Mr. Magenta left a voicemail recently because someone was calling out his auto tune. And so Mr. Magenta, being the prick that he is, said, oh, you don't like my auto tune, huh? Well, how about this? <laughs> Do you believe that John is a schmuck? He can take a bit and make it suck. Well done, Mr. Magenta. I do love the uh, the auto tune, especially on share parodies, and that leads us into. Now, the last time we left off with Stuttering John, we had mentioned that he was ending his association with the Dabbleverse. He had his swan song. We did an interview, him and I, on Tuesday. Then he went on Cardiff show Tuesday night. He got very drunk on there. We documented that. And then he said, that's it. I'm all done with any of this nonsense. And he does his political show on Wednesday, like he always does. And then what happens on Thursday? Yeah, it was sad to see him go. Next topic. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. So he comes back on Thursday with his boy DG, the guy Dave. Yeah. And um, he decides that he's going to highlight my cow bikini pick that Vinny sent him and really hammer me hard. That one's the most pleasant. Hey, Carla. Hey, Carl. So he has it as his background, my cow bikini pick. That was a consequence right. for the creep off. And he's very proud. Of it. He spent the first five minutes trying to position it. Like, things he could have done before he hit record. Right. And it was very embarrassing. He just proved he has no idea what he's doing. But then he finally just settles on having it right here. I thought he was going to text you for help. <laughs> he might have. I, I, was, I was busy at this time. but I'll say, like, I mean, credit to you for going. It is, it's like an embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed if there was a picture like me. But you play along with the bit. But John is acting like this is leaked footage that only he has. Oh, and I know. The, the bit he's doing doesn't make any sense. That's what's insane about this. And actually, somebody sent me this photo of John when he's wearing the Borat uh, one piece when he was on The Tonight Show. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, he was also in on the joke here, just like I was in on the joke with this. This right. was a consequence for the creep off. It's on their, our Instagram page. This isn't something where he's like, oh, I'm glad Vinny sent me this because he caught Carl cross-dressing one day. Right. It's like, and I'm on the stage, maddening... there's lightning there. It was done by a professional photographer. It was a whole fucking production. The frustrating thing about John is if you did show that picture of him, he'd be like, well, that was for a show. Yeah, I know. Right. Like, yeah, John, that's I the know. point we're making. I get it, yes. <laughs> that one's the most pleasant. Hey, Carla. Hey, Carl. Hey, Carla. Nice outfit. 
Hey, Carla. I even explained to you why I had to wear a cow bikini, which is one of the coolest reasons to have to wear a cow bikini. The review girl on my show. Anyway, he's such a fucking moron. No, he wasn't having it, man. He wasn't having it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so, as, as you know, we um, are going to dissect what went on. And the reason why, Dave, I talked to you, and I know we were against punching down, but I did want to focus on a few things since Carla seems to think that that he somehow won, which he's out of his fucking mind because he didn't win anything. Quite frankly, I, I kicked his ass. Okay. And you know, I know he he is his pride won't let him realize that. Oh, but- oh that's projecting right there. <laughs> wow, is that projecting? His pride won't let him realize that. And meanwhile, all right, so I'll let the clip play, and then we'll talk about it. And, you know, I know he, he is, his pride won't let him realize that, but, you know, it, does, it, it's does, true. Does everything, does everything have to be a competition? John, can it just be a friendly conversation? Yeah, DG knows that I kicked his ass, so he's just like, well, maybe we should look back at that and figure out who won. Yeah, we'll call it a tie. Yeah, maybe that's like a strategy. <laughs> so he's trying to give John an out right now. Listen to John. Yeah. Here. Huh? So does everything have to be a competition? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Yes. Hey, that's it. That's a that's a that's a fair answer. Okay. Dave is podcasting poison, by the way. He's horrendous. Oh, he's he's terrible. And I don't know what angle he's playing. I, I highly doubt he's in this for the reasons John thinks he's in this. But who, sure, yeah. who even fucking knows? Yeah. So John decided on Thursday to do a rebuttal show without me being there. He's like, Carl thinks he won all these debates. Well, I'm going to tell him why he's wrong without me being there. Doesn't that kind of prove that I got to you, John? It's just him in the mirror. But you felt, Yeah, right. He felt the need that he had to come back and do that. So I'm not even going to play any clips from that because it's just absurd. All the different reasons why I was wrong and he was right. I'm smart. I'm worthwhile. I'll be writing letters to YouTube with Johnny Cush. Right. It probably will be. He literally pointed to his head and he goes, you can't compete with this. His no, fucking wet braid, his fucking slip and slide of a brain, <laughs> his fucking pool slide of a brain. He's just like, you can't compete with this. You'll slide right off it. <laughs> okay. John is a sitcom character that doesn't see the irony, like why his lines are hilarious. Like right. every time he points out his intelligence and his, his broadcasting prowess, it's sitcomish. If it was in a sitcom, you would think that's an unrealistic line for a human being to say. Correct. And Mike... My plan was to get away from stuttering John because I feel like he's overexposed right now. But the sure. shit that he's doing this week, I'm like, oh, well, we got to talk about this because I'm going to let all of this go. The Thursday show, he felt wounded. He had to come back and he had to fight back. And okay, he's going to get he's going to get the last word in and tell me that I was wrong. So Friday, can we get back to doing whatever it is you think you're going to do now? Now that you're out of the dabble verse, let's see how he starts the show yesterday on his show. Why? says here it says they found real zombies in Kenya oh, oh sorry I'm, I'm just reading the National Enquirer it's amazing all the incredible facts that you can get from the National Enquirer he's showing the picture of me Gillian Keeves sketch you're playing what is that That's a, <laughs> that was brilliant showing the picture <laughs> of me in the cow bikini again to start the show after the why do they podcast thing 
And he's reading the National Enquirer because one of the big things that really got to him, because he's talked about it a lot since then, is I read an excerpt from Mike Walker's book where Jay Leno said, why did we hire this guy? And they were talking about how they thought that John was going to wrote the questions he asked celebrities. And when they found out he has no talent in him at all and no comedic sense, they were outraged that they offered him this job and took him away from Howard Stern because it was a terrible decision on their part. Anyone who works at Tonight Show will tell you that. And John goes, oh, you can't believe what Mike Walker said. He's a known liar. Meanwhile, Mike Walker was on the Howard Stern Show every week for many, many years playing the Mike Walker game where they would read three stories. You had to pick out the one that was fake. And... I don't know if we're on the Stern Show is buying into the fact that Mike Walker knows a thing or two about behind the scenes and show yeah. business. But not only that, his defense of all of this seems odd because he's like, he, he keeps saying over and over again, he wears it as like a badge of pride of some sort, yeah. where he's like, Jay Leno had nothing to do with my hiring. Right. And it's like, well, isn't that a reason he would be pissed that you were hired? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that plays directly into the narrative <laughs> that I was yeah. presenting. That Jay Leno's like, why did we hire this guy? There was some executive at NBC who really liked him on that reality show he was on and thought he had all this to do with on the Howard Stern show because John Bragg's on, he's a writer, and he writes jokes. And then he gets there, and it's just like, oh, you did none of these things. Okay. Uh, you fell for it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no gives these backsies. That's right. I was talking about, we did a creep-off bonus show yesterday that was really fantastic. And I was talking about there were there's this guy who was pretending to be a veterinarian, and he performed a C-section on a chihuahua. And the chihuahua ended up dying. And I'm like, what a weird thing to pretend you could do. Like, I, that, I would never do that. But at least like a comedian, you can pretend you're funny and hope you luck into it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'll write a joke. Who knows? It's possible. Uh, I'm also a veterinarian. <laughs> All right. So now he's going to. And this is funny, too, because John claims he doesn't go on Dabblers Anonymous. Now we know he's all over Reddit. And so he pulls this clip from Dabblers Anonymous where somebody showed Elisa Jordana's tweet. She tweeted out that she was hospitalized and John owes her all of this money for what <laughs> happened okay. when, uh, when she went to Cape Coral and John blew her off and then they had to get a hotel and they had to pay for all this shit. Plus, just think, if you were, if you're suffering from dehydration, there's no way that you, that's going to cost you, that's going to cost you $2,000. Okay. No way. No fucking way. It's just an intra- intravenous. I've had it done. <laughs> I was no waiting for that. 300 bucks. <laughs> is this girl, how crazy is this girl? First of all, Lisa, I'm not paying anything. I didn't tell you to get a hotel. You could have drove home. You guys weren't drunk. And I'm not paying for your fucking food. You would have had to eat anyway. <laughs> what the fuck do you think? I was going to buy your food? You're out of your mind. I yeah. guess you don't know That's me. fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Sean is the biggest cunt. He really is. So Elise is fucking with him, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And he had, I actually went on his show yesterday because they sent me the link. I went on for a little bit. We'll talk about that. But uh, So he, he showed me that tweet. I go, well, Elisa, she likes attention. She likes fucking with you. That's why she put that out. She doesn't actually expect you to pay 400 bucks for a hotel, 300 bucks for food. And John's so offended by this. Oh, yeah. And I, I love the fact that she wrote that she was hospitalized from dehydration and extreme exhaustion <laughs> because because it's falling out with John. It's like, John, you're, why do you believe everything you read? You lie all the time. Do you expect other people to as well? You I, I don't lie digitally. 
Ma'am, I'm sorry to tell you, your exhaustion appears to be terminal. <laughs> <laughs> we thought sleep would help it, but it is not helping it at all. <laughs> all right. So this is funny because John wants to have Cardiff on the show because DG's busy this day, I guess. So he Suddenly. thought he yeah. thought Cardiff was going to come on the show right away, and Cardiff was not there. Let me send Cardiff the link one last time because if he doesn't want to come on, I don't give a fuck. Tell you the truth. But he said he was. He gave me his word. I when I say I'm coming on a show, I come on. So if he's if he's Unless not gonna honor this request, then that's his problem. When huh. I text you a dollar sign, I mean it. Hold on a second, John. <laughs> you literally decided to not come on my show after Kevin Brennan told you not to. I had to text him that he's a pussy. In order for him to turn around in his car, come back and come on the show, and John's like, I'm a man of my word, unlike this Cardiff character. (laughs) But this is the problem with arguing with John, because he would say, but didn't I come on, Carl? And that's not the point. That's not the point. (laughs) And that was a month ago. You were (laughs) dead. I deal with today. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You were definitely not going to come on after you promised that you would, after we had agreed to you coming on. I, I love what John's doing now. And I don't know if he'll ever leave the dabble verse now. I think he lives in it now. Because yeah. anyone who's watching a show who's giving him money is a WATP listener. And John is so easy to trigger when he reads these comments that come in. Let's see. Mason in Portland, thanks for the five bucks. You're sick, John. What were these crimes against women's side? What crimes, Mason? <laughs> Tell me what crimes. What did I do to anybody? She comes in with a blaring freaking speaker, won't turn it off. The bartender tells her to turn it off. The freaking patrons tell her to turn it off. I tell her to turn it off. She won't turn it off, so I get the hell out of there. Then she comes by my house. That's what any Karen Saloon. would do. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Detroit Dabla, thanks for the five bucks. John, you were very rude to OJ and B. Dabla. You should apologize. They are both beloved Dabblaverse OGs. It would be wise to treat them with respect. Fuck. You <laughs> the, the dabblers, the Detroit dabbler. Oh, god, what I love about this is that John got out of this, he was done, and yep. when he left, the dabblers was on life support. It was over, it was Card- Cardiff was in tears. It was, it was, <laughs> no, I, I mean, back in November of last year. Oh, okay, I was he, in tears. He ended the dabblers, it was over. Oh yeah, and now he came back in, and this is where he lives. Like he he brought it back. I I bought a house here. He brought back <laughs> the Dabbleverse, and now he lives in it, and he can't get out of it. Yeah. He's stuck in the Dabbleverse. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. He's like reading his comments. He's like, "Fuck you, fuck <laughs> you." Like he doesn't, he doesn't get that people are fucking with him all the time, and then all the shit. Well, then uh. why did Vinny say you, you called his wife a bitch? <laughs> John versus the rest of the world. Yes. <laughs> That's who he needs to team up with. Fuck Zubak. He's got to team up with Tom Myers. Holy shit. It would be shit. fascinating if you could get a sober John explain it. Like, you know, douse him with truth serum or something. Yeah. Get him to explain. Because I, he really believed on Tuesday, like, I'm done forever. Yeah. And then by fucking Wednesday, he's, he's back. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. You know what I think happened? I could be wrong about this. Because he's left. I think he still has the video up. From our conversation on Tuesday on his YouTube channel, and he takes everything okay. else down. But uh, if it's not, you can always find it on our Patreon, patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. Not the point. The point is, I'm guessing John went back and watched that again and went, holy shit, I look terrible at this. Carl fucking <laughs> got over. So then he's like, well, I have to do a rebuttal episode. 
And so he did all this research and he did all this stuff. Like one of the big gotcha moments he had, I, I explained to him that intro thing with the walrus guy is stupid because I never wear a flannel shirt. I just wear t-shirts when I'm oh. on my show all the time and I wear glasses. It's not how I look at all. So John's big gotcha moment was he found a photo of me from LinkedIn when I used to be like a business professional where I was wearing a flannel button up and I wasn't wearing glasses. And he goes, that's what I sent my guy. That's why he did that. Hypocrite. I'm like, no, John, the point is that people know me from who are these podcasts. You're wearing a flannel shirt and I don't see well. Chris, could you tell me, has he wiped the egg off his face yet? Because it's <laughs> well, pretty it's, embarrassing. It's on his own. <laughs> <laughs> he burned right. you. What I love about what's happening on John's show now, and I'll admit, I did tune into this at some point yesterday afternoon. I am so in John's head. Whenever he goes back to his old mannerisms that I make fun of, he immediately thinks of me and then has to explain (laughs) why he's doing it or call me out or something. I know that Cardiff is trolling me. I know that he is. But I like him. I find him (laughs) funny. You shouldn't. So as long as I can troll him back by kicking him out, Although he got a little butthurt. That's not what trolling is. No. Well, hold on a second. So he's he's doing air quotes for the word butthurt right now. Yeah. Got a little butthurt. Chicken little syndrome. Carter might just have a life outside the verse. You know, I love when Carlo, oh, he's making fun of me for doing this. Oh, okay. How about this? Me, 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 me. Please. <laughs> Got you again. Got me again on that one. <laughs> but you see how immediately he realized he was yeah. doing the stupid air quote things? Yep. It didn't make any fucking sense. And so he's like, oh, and then Carla, you know, he's also a socks and stuff, right? So take this. Yeah, so take this. I also like the way he's changed the word trolling, where he's like, yeah. you know, I, Car- Cardiff trolls me by making yeah. fun of me unknowingly. I troll him by kicking him off. It's like, I'll also be trolling at the store later. It just means everything. Yeah, trolling yeah, right. is no it's actual the new definition. Cuck. It's a new sycophant. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right, so again, I am in his head because as soon as he starts fucking around, he can't run his own show. He knows that I'm going to clip this and play it and goof <laughs> on him. And he's got to get ahead of it. Let me find my history here. Let me see if I can find it. Full history. Where is the vice show? Oh, look, John wasn't prepared. Oh, this is why we, <laughs> Carla, this is why we goof on John because he doesn't. Because he doesn't know how to work stuff. You mean like you? According to Vinnie Paulino, you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. What, what? And then you didn't even know your fucking password that you had to get on. And you were blaming Vince. And you called Vince's wife a bitch. <laughs> so please, oh. you hypocrite. Jesus little self-awareness, please, oh, Carla. <laughs> oh, That's a good you one. You can do it. You can Does do he it, think you're Carla. in the room with him? <laughs> yes. A little self-awareness? I think, though. Oh, I know how I can find it. Yeah, let's look. <laughs> Fucking guy. No self-awareness whatsoever. You really broke Just him. because he knows <laughs> technology now doesn't mean he knew it then. Because he didn't know it then. Yeah, obviously. Oh, so he's going to the past? Huh. <laughs> Seems like a hypocrite. He's so stupid. Yeah. Isn't that just how learning things works? Well, like, <laughs> I'll explain it, because I don't think he understood the clip that somebody played him from me on the creep-off. 
at Vinny's studio, which is at Comedy at the Carlson, the Wi-Fi fucking blows. It doesn't fucking work. So he is hardwired into the internet with an Ethernet jack. I don't have that for my machine when I'm over there. So I wanted to email him a link, and I couldn't get on the fucking internet. And so I had to get on a different Wi-Fi network I didn't have a password to, and John's going, this guy doesn't even understand how the fucking internet works. <laughs> I would have loved to see John in that situation. No shit! No fucking shit. Um, can I just write it down on a post-it note and give it to you? Is that a good way to give you a link? Can I, I'll Venmo it to you. And John is so stupid that he sees this clip and Vinny and I were fighting. You know, it's not real, obviously. We were fighting over me calling out his wife, who's the sweetest person in the world. I love Jess. But it's so stupid because he sees that and he's like, and then, and then you can't figure out the Wi-Fi password and you call his wife a bitch? Right. What's to do with anything? Just, She's a sweet lady. <laughs> yeah, I know. He decided ha- halfway through that he didn't have enough. <laughs> yeah, he had nothing. Also, you're a jerk. I'm so I'm so in his head. It's got to be torturous to run his show now, knowing every time he fucks up, starts stammering, yeah. fucking things up. Well, it could drive a man to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't happen. Oh no! But just, as a premise, it doesn't work because he's saying. At one time, you didn't know how to run technology, even though you do now. It's like, if, oh, you think you're good at math? Well, I happen to have your second grade report card here. Unsatisfactory, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he's confirming that you improved exponentially. Yeah. Amish Space Force says, Alex Stein worked John pretty hard today. He had to cut him loose. Interesting. So Alex Stein was the guest on Beer on the Balcony, because yesterday he didn't have a guest lined up yet. Yeah. So he must have gotten Alex Stein last minute. Oh, I got to watch that. That's exciting. It's a little teaser for the next episode, I suppose. All right. Yes. So apparently, John's only income right now, because he's not substitute teaching, he's not doing stand-up, his only source of income right now are WATP listeners who are giving him super chats. Right. Let's see. I'm, I'm sorry. There we go. Let me get to the super chats here. Uh, here. Let's see. I tried to call KC today. Cool car casting. Thanks for the best. You told Carl you wouldn't do hypocrisy police anymore. I changed my mind. Hypocrite. Yeah, right. Am I allowed? Tom Brady said he was retiring and then came back. Is he allowed? Get some furniture. I was just going to say that. Fucking reverb is impressive. Or, or do we have to do stick to everything that we say that we're going to do? Do, 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 do. <laughs> It is true. The Detroit greats like Tom Brady and John Melendez. I, know, he just, he just, <laughs> I came out of retirement. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, and myself. I, at least Brady got a head coach fired before he came out of retirement. <laughs> this asshole just decided the next day, like, no, you know what? This is the only way I make money. I'm just going to keep doing it. I thought long and hard on it. <laughs> I consulted with a bunch of people, DG, Cardiff. <laughs> Detroit Dabbler. Thank you. If you didn't, you fight back. When Carl was actually there, I did fight back with Carl. I called him out for the Inquirer. Fuck off. <laughs> you kidding me? I, I called him out for so much shit. Look at the super stickers up there. It's 99 cents Canadian, and it comes from a person named, uh, first name Knee, second name Gears, third name News. <laughs> Jack goes, oh, I'm not going to read that. Good, good move, Jack. He's catching up. Smart. Yeah, he's I don't learning. like the news. <laughs> the word knee rarely leads to good things on your <laughs> YouTube channel. People are starting to catch out a little bit. Okay. This is the greatest moment. I was watching this live and I was like, I didn't want to do a John segment today. And then I saw this and I went, well, I'm going to definitely have to talk about this. So finally, Cardiff joins the show. 
Or does he? It's so obvious this is not Cardiff, and John just fucking falls for it. Cardiff Electric. Hey, Cardiff. Oh, hello, John. How are you, pal? <laughs> good. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You sound crystal clear. Oh, good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so, let's just say I hope you enjoyed my appearance on your show. Oh, John. It was a work of art. You were great. <laughs> oh, that card. <laughs> I hope, no, seriously, I hope you liked it. No, you were fantastic, John. We loved it. <laughs> what was your favorite moment from that show? Uh, probably when you took a piss. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Because it was fun. <laughs> Got to see your environment and you pissing. <laughs> uh, I thought it was our incredible... You know, you know. I, th- I thought we had great conversation. Yes, we did. I, I, however, John, I did not like how you treated my good friend OJ. Oh come on! I was kidding. John has the bar set so well. What was your favorite part about me being drunk on the stream the other night? And he's like, I don't know. When you took a piss, and John's just like, Whoa! What about the other things though? Too? <laughs> Do you remember them, John? Do you want to name one? Just, I gotta say though, the whole time, I, so I actually was also listening to this live, okay. and the whole time I was like, "What am I? What bit is John doing here?" Because clearly it wasn't Cardiff. But I was like, "Obviously, John's playing along. There's no, no way." I think higher of him. <laughs> he, to, he reduces that every day. It's annoying. It was so insane because there was that disco Bob douchebag in the chat, just in all caps, going, "That's not the real Cardiff." I'm like, "What are you fucking?" I, I was writing, "Shh." Like, what are yeah, you trying sure to do enough. here? Like, everyone's having fun except for you, retired. What are you doing right now? You forgot to give us homework, man. <laughs> yeah, like, shut up. We're doing something right now. I just couldn't believe that. Because, yeah, just like you, I'm like, well, that's obviously not. As soon as it came out, it doesn't look like Cardiff. doesn't sound like Cardiff. John, it, I mean, this tells you a lot. And I think that obnoxious John, OJ, who's playing Cardiff right here, figured that John would catch on very quickly. So they didn't know what to do. So right. finally had to just reveal it to John. How about them Yankees? <laughs> just to let him know. And then I gave you some psychotherapy. It was nothing bad. So, I don't, you know, Brian Cloud, it's always <laughs> nice to see the real Cardiff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You have a lot of fans, Cardiff. I know. They love me. As they love you, John. <laughs> so what else? So what else is going on in the Dabbleverse? Great question. Oh, well, John, uh, what is going on right now is you are not talking to Cardiff Electric. Oh, really? No. This is not Cardiff. I am not. Oh. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wait, is, uh, wait to roll with it. John. Really? It sounds like Cardiff. <laughs> Does it? No, it no, this is really obnoxious, John. <laughs> oh, that's a great impression. <laughs> nope. No, it's not. You're, you're just adult. Yeah, you're just an idiot. Yeah. You fall for everything. All right. I gotta say, I love the bit, but I really wish Obnoxious John stuck it out for the real Cardiff to come in and say, John, oh. that's an imposter. Yeah. That, you're right. <laughs> Potato Wars. That would have been hilarious. John has to murder one and decide which one's real. That would have been funny. So you're right. Cardiff does uh, join the show. John's so dumb, we can actually do that. We can still do, <laughs> still it. do it. Yeah, no He'll shit. fall for it again. Okay, good. Oh, I can be Cardiff too. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but have glasses on. <laughs> have my crooked fucking teeth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Cardiff. Oh, hello. Hi, John. 
you were from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then uh, Cardiff does show up on the show. And so OJ turns into candy corn and an orange and a couple other things. Of course. And then Tukey shows up with the greatest arrival to ever happen on a podcast, in my humble opinion. See, now, Cardiff, OJ, I like you two a lot more than this guy. Hey, what's up, my (laughs) (laughs) He was going to say ninja. (laughs) When I saw that in real time, I fucking lost my mind. (laughs) So, a quick uh, peek behind the scenes, because Tukey's hilarious. He's the one who kicked himself off, because he set that whole thing up to make it look like... Uh, he'll be live in Detroit with us September 15th. WATPLive.com. Doing things like that. <laughs> Fucking amazing. You know it was Tukey because there's no way John had that good of timing. No. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, so funny. Okay. So then they, Tukey comes back on and they pull up that picture of me that John used to base the walrus guy off of. And they decided to play a fun game. And I'm excited to play along with them, but I'm going to do it in my mind. I want to hear what they come up with because they're going to come up with as many jokes about me as they can. So we get to see John's mind, his comedic mind work in real time. Mm-hmm. Let's see what kind of roast jokes he can come up with off the cuff. This is a guy, head writer for the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast. This is a guy who wrote Fatty Patty. He wrote Fatty <laughs> Patty off the cuff. Off the cuff. Still can't remember how it goes, which I'll show you in a minute. But <laughs> this, this is incredible right here. Oh, I was going to say, how many insults can we come up just based on that photo alone? Okay, let's hold on. Let me find it again. So- and, and Cardiff came up with the idea. John didn't even yeah. come up with the idea. <laughs> and I just want to point out, if people who are watching this right now, this is exactly what Opie turned into. Both yes. John and Opie both turned into talking to puppets yeah. and animation, And letting them run the show. And letting that be the most entertaining show they've ever done. Right. When all of a sudden it's like a fucking potato and a puppet out there and it's just like whoa, now we're having fun. Yeah, because you have no fucking talent. Not that I don't mind having these guys on the show. But. Right. <laughs> fun game we can play. Yes, it is. Hold on. I, I got dibs on weak chin. Weak yeah, chin. Oh, that's oh, right. Cardiff. Okay, hold oh. on. Oh, he got him. That's where I was going to go. Ha! Well, I said it first. Okay, hold on. Start thinking, too. It's not. It's easy. This is the easiest game we can play. But he's so handsome. Thanks, dude. Uh, Get rid of this troll. Talk about John. Oh, good. All right, hold on. Hold on. I'm. I'm getting it. Don't worry. Why didn't the kiss? Why didn't the kiss lead to more, John? With oh my god. Why didn't the kiss with Robin lead to more, John? Why'd you stop there? Uh, cause I, I think because I was dating Karen, maybe. Oh, Karen. One too many, John. Karen was beautiful. Yeah, but she was a bummer. All right. Now my photo's there up here. Is. Let's go. Here we go. Perfect. And, she was no Susanna. And go. Yeah, he does have a weird chin, doesn't he? It's weak. It's a weak, <laughs> weak chin. Good observation, John. Chinless. Hmm? Uh, Whoa. The bags under the eyes. Can we, can we focus on the, the bags? Uh, let's see. JC Penny. Great hairline. J.C. Penny hamburger, that fucking shirt he must have got from J.C. Penny. Yeah, I, John, I think he got it from J.C. Pennyless. Yes. Whoa. Or and or did he get it from the Gap, which goes with his fucking teeth? Whoa. Whoa. There we go. My teeth don't have a gap. 
Oh, that's not the one thing right with them. So one thing I, I don't have something. One thing I don't have going on my teeth is a gap. He's just like, yeah, he's got shitty teeth. So there's a gap, right? No, I was watching this at home, and I wanted to be like, come on, you could do better than that. Jesus Christ! All right, there's still more though. So far, he's come up with J.C. Penny hamburger. Yes, and uh, I bought it at the Gap. Okay, let's see what else he's got. Good one. Non-symmetrical ears, old non-symmetrical ears, Carl. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's a bootleg shirt. Oh, that's it. Hold on. All right. Oh, um, I have an idea. How about it looks like he... Uh-huh. Let's see. This is Hold Chip Chipperson. Why is the it. right eye so droopy? Is that where... Holy shit, Mike. You're right. You're, this is hold on i got one this is exactly chip chipperson holy shit i have to watch uh, that part he, he's got a fucking teeth or something yeah this is i have to watch this again now i i can't wait to pick up on this or maybe it's a bootleg shirt oh that's it hold on um how about it looks like he let's see hold on what, why is the right eye so droopy? Is that where the forceps grabbed him and ripped him out when he was being born? Kurt, if you got to let John <laughs> leave him hanging out to dry there, dummy. Hey, my chicken just got here. Home Does. run, call me a home run. <laughs> he never came up with anything. <laughs> I love that Kurt himself that game because he knew he of would course. show that John has nothing. But Cardiff should have just let him. Yeah. Even Tukey knew to just get out of the way on that one. Like, yeah, the yeah. only time dead air is okay. Yeah, that was <laughs> right, the time to right. just let John flail for a minute and see what happens. <laughs> Hold on, it's coming to me, this cocksucker. Uh, I got too many jokes, I can't get them out. <laughs> right, too many, there's too many <laughs> clogging it up. This guy. So then John gets KFC delivered to his door. He goes and gets it. He comes back, and now he's finally got his joke for me. He's finally got one. You guys... He has the delivery guy. He got a joke. <laughs> <laughs> he got any good lines. Um, oh, the new Leonard Nimoy is, ho- is hosting In Search of... This episode, looking for Carl's chin. Um, nice. Thanks for the five bucks. You have to love this effing potato. Leonard who? <laughs> Hold on. I got to hear that. I got to hear that one again. He could not spit that one out. It wouldn't have been a funny joke if he did. No. Not even close. Yeah. But he missed this by a mile. Um, oh, the new Leonard Nimoy is, ho- is hosting ah. In Search of. This episode, looking for Carl's chin. Every joke has been about my chin because Cardiff planted that seed. Yes, the great Leonard Nebai. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whatever the fuck he said. Wow. Okay, so all of these puppets and animations are fucking with John, and they decide it's song time. And this just gets <laughs> fucking incredible here. This is the best episode of Sesame Street. Can we get a four-piece ensemble of Fatty Patty? You ready, buddy? Two, oh, wait, you want me to get my guitar? Three, four, fatty, fatty, Just changing the melody again. He does not know the melody to his own side that he's proud of. He, now he's singing fatty, patty. Well, I think this is like part three, like the wall. <laughs> okay, yeah, good point. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. I think so. Can we get a four-piece ensemble of fatty, patty? You ready, buddy? Two, oh, you want me to get my guitar? Three, four, fatty, 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 fatty. Can we do like a row, row, row your boat? Where some of us start. There we like go. Like we all start yeah, okay. at different times. Uh, fatty, fatty, fatty. 
Patty. Actually, Patty. I think we should, I honestly think we should try the rural boat your thing. Yeah, I want to do that. What if we just went like Patty? Patty. No, no. I mean, let's do row, row, row your boat. Oh, okay. Let's just <laughs> yeah, do row, row, row your boat. Go, John. Row, row your boat with Patty. Row, 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 row. No. Yes. John like first. We're going in order of celebrity status. So John, yes, John then me, no, then Tukey. OJ, then Tuki. Go, John. You have celebrity status card? <laughs> yes. Go, John. You got the joke, John. Okay. Fatty. No, row, 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 row your boat. That's the only song we know. Where were we? Chicken and row, row, row your boat. Get row, down row, the street. I don't know how to feel. It's the funniest thing that's ever happened on John's show. By far. It got yes. even close. Anytime John's pontificating about his career, can we just play that clip? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want you all to listen to what Tukey is. The lyrics of Tukey is singing on this part here at the end. Row, row your boat. Row, your boat. Merrily, 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 John is a drunk. <laughs> Tukey gets in so many fucking great lines, calling John a drunk to his face. It really is I'm a lot of fun. I'm starting to worry. Tukey's trolling John now. What? Not Tukey. Tukey likes John more than a friend. Everyone <laughs> knows that. Cock sucker. Okay, so I'm in there, and they're talking about Kevin Brennan, and I just put a little uh, post up. I, I just say FKB. And then John brings it up on the screen, and he goes, is this the real Carl? And immediately, it's like, send him the link. He's watching the show. Send him the link. Watch how reluctant John is to send me the link. And he does one of his tells that I've been picking up on recently. Is this really Carla? Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't like... Hi, Brennan. He doesn't like Kevin either? Send him a link. Who, Carla? I can tell you why. Do you want me to send Carla a link? Yeah, sure, but yeah, okay. I want KFC. He's so scared of me. So OJ goes, send him the link, and John goes, who? Right. The <laughs> guy you were just talking, <laughs> to, talking to me? So fucking funny. And then, do you want me to, Carter, do you want me to send him the link? John's like, oh, oh uh, yeah. He is so afraid to talk to me. I guess, but tell him to be nice. <laughs> right. Okay. So then I come on to explain why... I'm angry with KB and John should be too, because obviously it would have ruined our shows that we had together. We had two great shows together, him and I, and KB tried to ruin it. And so I thought this was an appropriate comparison that I made. Okay, so everybody doesn't like Kevin Brennan except for me? Is is that what I'm getting? You should be pissing them too, because those two shows that we did together were great. First off, we can, we can all agree on that. And they also put some money in our pockets, John. He tried to fuck it up. But but Carl, he, he didn't he didn't succeed. So I don't care. I mean, I did it. All right, but Hitler didn't take over the world, but he tried to. <laughs> what do you What do you mean you're not mad because he didn't succeed? That's not a good reason. I thought that was a pretty good uh, comparison. KB <laughs> Hitler, a good you know? point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the intent that really is the problem here. 
I'm not saying that KB killed as many Jews. <laughs> we don't know that, to. Everybody loves the <laughs> we rats. We don't know that he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, right. We don't know. There have been a lot of history books written about KB just yet. We're not there yet, so we don't know. So John goes on to talk about my house a lot. John yeah, this knows is weird. the square footage. He knows how much I paid for it. He knows the difference between what I paid for mine and what he paid for his. He talks about my pool. He talks about the freshwater canal. And my Okay, now I'm just showing off. The point is, is that he explains that his house to my house is exactly 1.4 miles. And I'm like, dude, this is getting weird. And so this super chat shows up. He does not understand. Oh, nice. Uh, thank you too much, Carl. Check your windows for nose prints. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means you're peeking into my windows. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I just, we just drove by. I was just curious to see how far I was away from you. Suttering John Strunk, thanks for five bucks. Carl's going to end up chauffeuring John around since John is a carless loser. <laughs> okay, so that got really weird when John was talking about uh, all of that. So I'm enjoy- I'm enjoying this. What about Bob situation that is orchestrating itself down in Florida? <laughs> you, you got, there's no way he doesn't end up at your house at some point. I'm it, not digging it. It's so weird. So producer Chris <laughs> and I are, are going down to my house tomorrow. Yeah. And we've been invited to meet up with John at a bar and he's going to buy us a round of drink. I don't know if he knows that you're going to be there. That might be one too many drinks for him. to. <laughs> right. But <laughs> well, this guy likes tequila. I got going to have to finance this. But separate checks, please. <laughs> yeah, right. We will not be going to that. I brought it up to my wife, and she had this look of horror on her face. I'm like, no, we're not going to go meet up with Judge. Like, okay, thank God. Yeah, yeah. John, my wife does not I, like you. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but you talked about how I was cheating on her, and then you were flirting with her when you were pretending that that was her in your chat room. Like, you're a creep. Yeah, you're and a you fucking, told him all that in confidence. You're a weird fucking creep, John. We don't like you. We don't want to hang out with you. It's not going to happen. And I don't need, he thinks that like a, a round of drinks is the greatest thing anyone could ever accomplish. I'm flying to my new house and I need a round of drinks from Suttering John. <laughs> anyway, the, my favorite super <laughs> chat that came up during all this, someone wrote, John looks like doesn't go to the Jim Henson, <laughs> <laughs> which was hilarious. Um, so I went on to ask John if he would do, because, oh, that was the other thing. John, and I, I didn't want to pull all the clips of me talking to John because it gets very confusing. So I'll just tell you what happened. John goes on to say, because he's let me promote our live show. He goes, Carl, do you want me to go? I mean, if you want to pay me, I'll come to your show. I go, John, it's going to sell out without you. We don't need you there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. But I said, we should do a roast. We did a roast of Carl and Vinny. You could have two different people be the headliners of a roast. Everyone goofs on everyone. And let's do John and Shuley. We'll sell out a theater. It'll be amazing. We'll have the roast of... John and Shuley, and John is such a chicken shit. His response was, oh, I can't be in the same room with Shuley without kicking his ass. I would just have to, I would get physically violent. <laughs> well, he sounded like an animal. Yeah. Yeah, he sounded like an animal when he was saying that shit. Because he's also a guy that's like, you know, no no violence. And then when you, if you bring that up to him in a month or whatever, he's going to say, I was kidding around. Right. I, I wasn't actually, but he was very serious. Yeah, he's just a chicken shit who knows he can't write a joke to save his life. And right. so he just tries to find a way to get out of it. And I even said, I go, well, bring security in. Well, you know, whatever we have to do to make sure that doesn't happen. And he just, <laughs> it's so weird because no one has said more rude things to John's face than me. And for some reason, he's more mad at Shuley than he is at me for some reason. He's like, it's like I would do a roast with you, but not, not Shuley. Okay. Well, also, can, I, can you answer this for me? Does yeah. Shuley say that he was more successful on the Stern show than John was? Like, think, does Shuley make that claim that he had more of an impact on Stern? He doesn't. 
He did because say John's something very hung up on that. I know. He did say something once that rubbed John the wrong way. I can't remember exactly what it was because that was part of the hypocrisy police. Okay. That but, he paid his dues. But John seems <laughs> yeah, to think John seems to think that Shuley was treated differently. Shuley had to go through Gary Delabate in order to get into the studio. And it's just right. like the rules changed with Marcy Turk. It's a very different atmosphere there. And John seems to think that he could just run into the studio anytime he wants and, and get on the microphone. And that would certainly not be the case in today's Howard Stern world. That's not how that works at all. You don't think he could walk in the studio today? He might have a little trouble. I think he might have a little bit of trouble <laughs> yeah. trying to pull that off. Oh, the other thing that happened on the show is John goes, why do you think I didn't ask OJ to sign my knife? Because I've, yeah. I've made that statement. John brags about this. I go, because you didn't, John. You, you haven't talked to OJ since after the double homicide. Because OJ wasn't doing red carpet events after that. He, he wasn't right. going out in public and looking for people to fuck with him. And John's insistent that it happened. He goes, all right, what if I can find the tape of me asking OJ to sign my knife? I said, 100 bucks. Okay, 100 bucks. So then he's looking, he's scrolling around, he's searching Google and stuff. It's so funny because at one point, Dukey's going... John, this isn't a show. What are you doing? <laughs> What's going on right now? I was like, hold on, hold on. He's texting with me. He's texting with, he's looking for this video. He can't find it. So then he calls Doug Goodstein and puts him on speakerphone. He goes, Doug, didn't I ask OJ to sign my knife? And Doug goes, yeah, you did, John. He's like, see, I told you. So then John starts texting me. He's like, Doug Goodstein just said it happened. So you owe me a hundred dollars. I said, no, 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 the bet was, <laughs> the bet was. And Doug even said, he goes, I wasn't there, but yeah, that did happen. So Doug wasn't right. even there for us. Richie Wilson was there, according to John. Also, John's probably told Doug the story 10,000. So in Doug's memory, he's like, right. yeah, I think so. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. If I can get out of talking to you any further, yeah. I will agree with you. What's going to wrap this up, John? Yes? Is that what you want? <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Bye. Wasn't I the king of late night? Yes, John. You were the king of late night. Can I, can I go? <laughs> I, my, my, my kids are hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I have a family. <laughs> right. So then John's just like, Oh, okay. You're gonna uh, try to get out of the bat. Well, you know, I guess you need the money more than I do, which is so laughable. I'm just like, okay, didn't, didn't even respond to that. But John's already trying to change the bat, and now pe- the people in the chat after that were going, "Well, if you can't find the video, but Doug said you did do it, then maybe you owe Carl fifty, and he owes you 50. And John's like, "Yeah, that seems right." <laughs> That's how working off. Swap Venmo's. <laughs> so, fucking stupid. so I don't know what's going to happen with that. I'm still waiting for the video to be produced. But John thinks that if he gets Richie and Doug to agree with him, that I owe him a hundred dollars is what he thinks is sure. going to happen. But he also owes yeah, me a I run of drinks. So I don't know where that's all going to net out. Even Steven. Oh my God. That was the other thing he said to me. He's talking about this bar that he goes to. That he's all excited. About. So you got to meet me at this bar. They have live music. And, and Carl, I was trying to leave. He goes, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. They have Michelob Ultron trapped. <laughs> what? Yeah, can I? What was that? Is he calling you a lady? Because that's a lady's beer, or what? What? I didn't understand why he told you that. I don't know. <laughs> do you drink that? I do. I like Michelob. Okay, I, I like calorie. that as well. But yeah. does he know that about you? I don't know. I don't know why he told me that. <laughs> I've been to a million bars at Ultron Draft. It's very popular. It's not like it's sure. something where it's just like, you won't believe what they have on draft. There. The draft selection is amazing. They have Bud Light, McUltra, Coors. I can't, no, I know. Every place I've been to has these things. <laughs> Every beer under the sun. <laughs> right. It so. felt like I was missing something because he told you as if like, Carl, the search is over. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we finally found a place. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was some of the weirdest shit, that whole interaction. But uh, anyway, it was uh, it was very polite 
We didn't engage. We didn't get into it. I told Johnny kicked my ass on that last uh, show that we did. So he'd feel better about himself. Good. Yes. So everyone is uh, feeling good about themselves. That, which is why I have to bring up this other podcast that I was checking out this week. And I don't think we've talked about this one before. It's the L Franken podcast. And there's a reason why I was checking out the L Franken podcast. And that's because this particular episode was a crossover with one of our favorite podcasters. This is a joint podcast. Yeah. The two eponymous podcasts. Yes. Uh, the Al Franken podcast and the Sarah Silverman podcast. Yeah. So- what, what made you call it the Al Franken podcast? Good one, Sarah. <laughs> Good one. Hilarious. <laughs> she still stuff. got it. <laughs> so these are two, what I would call A-list celebrities, right? These are, these are very big names. Al Franken, of course, SNL alum. He's been a comic since the 70s. Yeah. And Sarah Silverman, of course, is a, is a big name in, in comedy. For sure. And so I thought Sarah Silverman's show had the worst format of any comedian show in the history of podcasting because she literally gets people to call in and talk about how their dad just died and they have cancer and they don't know how to deal with it. And Sarah just goes, ah. But it turns <laughs> out L has figured out an even worse format. So um, you and I have different podcasts, uh, which is uh, great. And uh, I do two things. I do public policy. <laughs> what? Uh, well, no, it just makes me laugh that that's what I do. Is, yeah. I mean, as opposed to I've been I've been now listening to comedy podcast like by comedians. Right. And they don't do public. Uh, they, they don't do uh, public policy. They don't do like, yeah, they don't talk about public policy. They don't. Have, their guests <laughs> usually aren't uh, like, well, who is your last guest? Neil Katyal. <laughs> okay. And he, in, he, he, he does what? The, he was the uh, former Solicitor General, uh, which is the Solicitor General argues cases before the Supreme Court on behalf of the administration. That's boring. You're Yuck. boring, everybody. Quit boring everyone. Pretty exciting stuff, huh, Mike? Um, and not only, I mean, you can tell that uh, Al Franken is still very, you know, exciting. He's got a lot of charisma. But also, like, I, I remember we covered this on my show, like, a maybe close to a year ago at this point, Al Franken was on um, We Might Be Drunk with Mark Norman and Sam Murill. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about Phil Hartman. And it came up, like, how he died or whatever. And Mark Norman referred to Phil Hartman's wife, who murdered him yeah. as a cunt. <laughs> and Al Franken goes, oh, that's terrible. How dare you? And he was, like, serious. He got like, got, like, uncomfortable. He was mad at Mark Norman <laughs> for using the C word with Phil Hartman's wife. If there's one person you'd be angry with. <laughs> Yeah, in this so. story yeah. it's andy dick but if there's two people right <laughs> right all right so i noticed there because i was watching you during that clip i noticed you weren't laughing at that i was drifting off a little if i'm being yeah honest. you weren't you weren't engaged you weren't laughing no. l was laughing i want yes. you to pick up on this l laughs like dr hibbert okay he, he laughs at everything he says for no reason whatsoever mm-hmm. and i said yeah. you have researchers he because has cases jews now. don't count Yes. Uh, well, that was my point. <laughs> and, and he, who's brilliant, yeah, uh, and has claimed this on his bio, <laughs> hasn't actually checked it out. After I had asked him about it a couple of months for when I met him at a, a dead-end company show. 
<laughs> this is this is me. Let's talk about you. <laughs> no, this is a, right. So, um, well, he could say BIPOC. What the fuck is going on? What is he giggling about? It sounds like the producer's room on your mom's house or something. He's yes. having a good time. <laughs> They're losing their minds. It actually reminded me, and I'm sorry I'm stuck in this fucking vortex, but it reminded me of when Stuttering John was doing those beer on the balconies with comics or comedy writers. Oh, right. And he thought every conversation oh, yeah. they were having was hilarious. So they'd be like, yeah, I got fur from the Tonight Show after one year. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. Everything he says. And the other guy's like, all right, I'll laugh, I guess. There, there was also the moment where they were both laughing and they both sounded so fake. Yes. I'm like, neither of you are enjoying this. This no. is uncomfortable. And it's such amateur hour. And, okay, so let's hear if we could steer this conversation in the wrong direction immediately because you just heard Sarah Silverman bring up BIPOC. BIPOC is... Yeah, um, black and indigenous people of color. Ooh. You, you are know. very uh, conscious of this stuff and you've talked about it on your podcast which yeah. is yeah which what? is good like the latest uh, lingo and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah and it's really important yeah i think language matters you know yeah oh, no. and the show has reached a new low <laughs> oh no language matters because we need to police that we need to police language <laughs> and of course what people think and what their opinions are we need to police all of this that's why i talk about this Alex. very important that we do this it is so condescending to refer to BIPOC as the latest lingo. Like all the kids are saying. <laughs> know, you know? What an idiot. <laughs> El Franken is. This guy was a senator for Christ's sake. And then And and it's it's such a rude thing to do to like Al Franken's obviously an old man, yes. an old white guy who's trying on some level. And she's like, Yeah, I mean, well, what do you mean? You don't say BIPOC like right. the rest of us? Right. You don't, you don't know you? about this? Now we're gonna get into they're, they're going to talk about, um, obviously, the patriarchy here, but they're going to turn it into a comedy bit. And you're going to love this, Mike, because, listen, I said earlier this was amateur hour. Now we're going to see what two great comedic minds, what they come up with when they come together and just Ooh, have a conversation. Excellent. People are so uptight about changing with the times. Like like, like herstory or herstorectomy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a herstorectomy. Oh my god, that's that could be made to be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's work on it. It should be a hearsterectomy. Yeah, see? I'll give you that one. <laughs> You're developing your stand-up now, why not? Hearsterectomy. I guess men can't even get a hysterectomy. That's right. And yet it's called a hysterectomy. How how awful is that? You suck! What the fuck is going on right now? These are two comics. Who are like, we're, we got something here. All right, let's keep going. Hysterectomy. Okay, because the guys can't get it. Right, right, right. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, hysterectomy. It's not even hysterectomy. It's hysterectomy. It's a very different word in every single way. It doesn't make any fucking well, sense. I got it. Carl has no chin. That's what I'm looking uh, for. Yeah. Hey, it's a JC Petty guy. Hey, all right, let's keep going. What else you got? Leonard uh, uh, Nimrod show. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. These people are fucking boring assholes. Jesus One of the Christ. things I like about you is that you are self-critical and and introspect. Uh, you you think about what you've done in the past mm-hmm. and have expressed you, you regret for for like you. stuff you did. Well, yeah, I mean, I regret, sure, but like also you can't change it. You have to like 
forgive yourself. You're not burdened by your regret. I know that. I am not. I, I acknowledge it. That's a gift, by the way. Did you know that? What? <laughs> to not be burdened by your regrets. These people used to be free speech hippies. And what have they turned into now? What is going on right now? You have to regret everything you said in the past that was funny, but now it's offensive. Only while you lick the other person's asshole. Forgive yourself, (laughs) yes, while licking the other person's asshole the whole time. But not just that you should regret it. It's it's so condescending to say, do you know what I love about you is your regrets. Oh, it gets even worse. It gets (laughs) even all the mistakes you made and feel horrible about. No, listen to this. It gets even worse than that. This, by the way, for my listeners, is why people, and I'm talking about people who know Sarah, love Sarah. Aww. Because she regrets jokes that used to be funny. And she no longer tells funny jokes. That's why people love Sarah Silverman. That's why I love Sarah Silverman. Because she can't be funny anymore. That's in her bio. <laughs> Stop being funny in 2008. Sarah Silverman. Congratulations. What I, love about you is that, I love that you wouldn't be famous if you started your career today. Right. Isn't that the, the main thing here? The fact that these assholes who are all self-righteous now put down other rising comics because they're doing the exact same thing they used to do, but now they're not allowed to. Like, I got famous doing that stuff, but you're not allowed to. Why? What the fuck? Why are you changing also, the rules just, on me? It just dawned on me, hey, Al Franken, dickhead, how about the picture you took that everyone ruined your fucking life over? No shit. That was a joke. Yeah, I think he's got a couple regrets. This guy. On the wrong side of this one, I think. Yeah, yeah the Me Too movement came in and, and grabbed him pretty quickly. On yeah. this, they really do eat their own, which is funny. Okay, yeah. So apparently, Al took over for Jimmy Kimmel one time, and Sarah wrote a joke when Al Franken filled in for Jimmy Kimmel. Man, she still got it. This one, boy, that was a great experience doing that. And uh, he was you very were helpful. Great, Al. Oh, uh, thank you. You you, know, you helped. I did help a little bit. You, but had, I... you wrote a joke. I wrote one joke. Yeah, which was uh, Los Lobos. Was my music guest, or the music <laughs> guest, and I asked Guillermo, what does Los Lobos mean? And you gave me this joke, which is, he said, The Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> it was more the. Dynamite. It stinks. Dynamite. Sarah, it's about the delivery. Come on, you dumb bitch. <laughs> my buddy uh, Mark once told me, I ordered a Dos Equis, and he goes, you know what that means in English? He goes, two Equis. Oh, I mean, guys. he's at the same level, Sarah Silverman. I got to give him that. Tell him to start submitting to Kimmel. I, I seriously, I don't know what he's waiting for. <laughs> All right, Mike, I, I can tell that you're uh, you're laughed out. It's this is too much fun. <laughs> Let me just play this last clip for you because this is where I tapped out on this episode. Okay, that's one thing I noticed about not to bring up Trump, but when he was president, you could always tell when. You know, he does his best when he's like off the cuff, you he's, know. He's, he's very talented off the cuff. Well, he's he's, he's he really up. is a comedian. Mm-hmm. He's just a comedian that wants to go on the road and in instead he's decided to ruin America. And they're into Trump. I'm out. Okay, these assholes cannot stop themselves. We're talking about Trump. He's not even the president. And they're just like, you know what that thing about Trump when he tried to ruin America? Fuck I always love I don't want to bring up Trump, but I, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. You know, if I was Al Frank, I'd be like, yeah, what about Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> that cocksucker. Sarah's like, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that one's too hot for me. I can't do it. <laughs> too many emotions tied to that. Mike, I know we're going long, but I did happen to find 
that Patty Brokenskull posted a brand new great job awesome about Stavros Halk, uh, what's his name? Halkius. Halkius. Thank you. I always yes. have a hard time pronouncing his last name. But uh, he did one on Stavi. It's three minutes long. Let's let's check it out. <laughs> because right. nobody, except for Centering John, nobody roasts people as well as Patty Broken Skull. That's true. And uh, now I'll say this. I've seen Stavi perform stand-up twice. Both yep. times were completely different hours. And he killed. Both times. He's a very, same, very actually. funny guy. Yeah, I've seen him twice. Same thing. And what's crazy about it is that I listened to Come Town and went, this guy's obnoxious. He just laughs at everything. Then I saw his Instagram and I went, oh, okay, this guy's kind of funny. And then I saw his stand-up and went, oh, this guy's hilarious. He's really, really good. So let's see what uh, Patty's hot take is going to be here. Bring the fuck in! There's a saying that goes a little bit like this. If you don't take care of your teeth, which we can see, what does the stuff we can't see look like? And with this comedian, it's pretty clear it's worse than anyone could have imagined. Now this comedian you might not be aware of, and if that's the case, I'm so proud of you. But today, we're talking Stavros Halkius. Now Stavros Halkius, a Greek comedian, also known as the weakest link from the Comtown podcast, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the weakest link from Come Down is Adam Friedland. That, that was the whole bit. That the was whole the, joke was still that Adam's... The, <laughs> it's still the joke. It's still the Adam Friedland right. show. It's, it's Nick Bowen <laughs> proving that the guy sucks. Right. That's all that show is. So I don't listen to it anymore. I'm like, all right, I got Nick, I get it. You're very funny. Do a show without this retard. It's it's fascinating to watch Patty do this because it's clear what he's trying to do is replicate like what you're doing with podcasts or what like um that, that I don't know if you've ever seen the Too Lazy to Try channel. Oh, of course, I like, love that channel. He, yeah, yeah, he does a great job. But Patty's trying to replicate that, but he's picking all the wrong targets. Right. Like I heard him uh, when you guys talked about him when he went after Are You Garbage. Like Are You Garbage is one of the best podcasts going right now. It's very funny. It's a great format. It's the best way to interview a guest, I think. And he's just choosing all the wrong people. And it comes off that he's jealous and bitter about it. Yes. And that's right, kind exactly. of the problem with him going after guys who are successful and also universally loved. It's kind of the right. problem with that. The weakest link from the Comtown podcast is atrocious. Not only does he have an exaggerated laugh that could rival Burt Kreischer, he looks like he survived a fire. Now, congratulations if that's the case, but I imagine you just look like that. That was the worst tag ever. He looked like he survived a fire. He probably didn't, but I don't know. Maybe he did. Like, what? Hats off to you if you did. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Kudos. Also, surviving a fire, you would look like your skin would be a different color. I don't even get the reference there. No, that, I was. there's a lot you could poke fun about, about yes. Stavros's looks. Right, but not that burn one. burn victim is <laughs> yeah. not what comes to mind, really. <laughs> no, if it was Kevin Brennan and he said that, I'd be like, that's a pretty good joke. There we go. Even his minimal improvements in his appearance, like getting a new front tooth, he is easily the hardest comedian to look at. He has the look of a guy that's never talked to a woman, but the personality of a playboy that owns a yacht. He seems like a guy that would love to wear a robe all day and display tantric sex books all over his place. He's inspired by guys like Hunter Biden and clearly thinks he will cross over into Hollywood portraying the disgusting neighbor. How do you connect those two things? He's inspired by guys like Hunter Biden. What? 
and clearly thinks he's going to be the, the disgusting neighbor in Hollywood? Well, here's the thing is, like, if you listen to Stavros, he does, I, I don't think he, Patty's doing much research. I don't know if that right. fits with his uh, shtick. But if you listen to Stavros at all, he's going out of his way. Like, he's gro- he's bald and growing a ponytail. Yeah. He's going out of his way to look ridiculous. He yes. said his dream would be to play, like, the fucking doofus neighbor in a sitcom. Okay. Patty's picking all things that Stavros has said about himself right, he's, he's, Stavros is in on the joke <laughs> he has the exact wrong yeah. take about this right. guy. he's doing his act okay <laughs> yeah right <laughs> the only thing is he will never cross over and he is actually disgusting if I had to guess Tom Tom probably split up just to avoid being in the same room with this steaming pile he actually quit he the show <laughs> he quit yeah. Comptown everyone knows that that he left yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't want him to he graduated <laughs> they were making how much money were they making on Patreon? Over a hundred thousand a month. Well over, I think, yeah. And when he left the show. So the other two guys are just like, Why would you want to stop doing the show? It's we're millionaires now. What, what are we doing? <laughs> right. And and Patty's thing is like, yeah, they probably wanted him out of there because he stinks. It's impressive to watch him have like the wrong the absolute yeah. wrong the one take you can't have about someone. <laughs> yeah, it is impressive. I agree. Now I can make an exception for a funny guy being average looking, but when the funny guy is worse than average looking, only kind of funny, and always talks about sex, I'm out. Because not one person in your audience believes you actually get with women. It doesn't work for attractive comics, why would it work for Dr. Robotnik's autistic nephew? Except for it does work. That's the problem, it does work. It actually works very well, yes. (laughs) He actually crushes with it, but okay. The guy isn't even funny enough to talk about women as often as he does. On top of that, he's five foot six, four hundred pounds, and his dick is uncircumcised. Who are you trying to convince that you're not lonely? It's- <laughs> he again does a self-help podcast where he talks about like he struggles with does he want to settle down and have a family? Yeah. Like Patty, it's everything he's saying is wrong. Like good for you. If if no one's going after Stavros Halkius and you think you are capable of it, good, you should. You should be the one guy on the internet doing something different than the right, opposite or whatever right. it was. But he's just not capable. He's, just, yeah. he's not finding the right lane. It's difficult. It's a difficult one to pull off, and he's not doing yeah. it. <laughs> it's like somebody gave an incel that drug from the movie Limitless, but it was made out of pudding. Okay, that joke does mm. not make any sense. I think it's a so- fat joke, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. Also, if the drug was made out of pudding, it would be pudding. of the same effects. Right. <laughs> Anything made out of pudding is pudding. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> so here we are seeing this dude making content, doing podcasts, and taking allegedly provocative photos of a greasy potato and claiming it's him embracing his sexuality. Yet most of us would rather see Lizzo wear that bathing suit from Borat. So why is That's he rich? Joke. Why are people paying right. attention to this? Are we expecting to see some sort of Bobby Kelly, Tom Segura transition from Stavros? Highly unlikely. He's leaned hard into being a degenerate, but even that doesn't come across as believable. It comes across as an act. Like everything is a lie. Because he's clearly had to lie to himself for years. Otherwise he would have just stuck it out doing a podcast behind a paywall without video. So Sick burn. I'm not even sure what point he's trying to make right there. The, the guy acts like he's a degenerate, but he's got his shit together. Yeah, Cla- Classic Patty. <laughs> Nailed him. Again, the burn on Cumbtown is like, it's a podcast that didn't have video that made $100,000 a month. Yeah. <laughs> then they did it in a living room somewhere with shitty equipment. And so got two hours of the week. following. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, Patty, what the fuck? Paywall without video. So to conclude this, I ask, 
what is this personality type? Because it's certainly not comedy. To me, it just seems like a dude that was never hugged. Because we all remember a time when Stavros was shaving his head, embracing the missing tooth, and wearing Tommy Bahama. Yet now he looks like a guy you'd avoid walking by because you're afraid he's going to ask you for money. He's always looked like that. <laughs> That's part it's, of the bit! You know what it just made me think of? is like when you, when you reviewed Cumbtown, that was, I think, the first episode of your show that I listened to. Because okay. I heard them mention it, and so yeah. I checked you out. And I was like, oh, he's wrong about this podcast, but... From his perspective, I get what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like, if you'd never listened to the podcast, I get why you would think that. Yes. Whereas when I'm listening to Patty, I'm like, I don't get how you're getting drawing these conclusions. And I appreciate that, Mike, because we did get come down wrong. But if you listen to the episode that I listened to and the clips that I pulled, you would come to the same conclusion. And I saw a lot of people right. in their subreddit go, well, I get why he's saying this. Because right. That's just... what I'm saying. It's like, I, that I get. With Patty, I'm like, how are you getting there? I yeah. don't get it. <laughs> But sure, that's comedy. Sure, it's funny. And yeah, he should make a bunch of money doing nothing but laughing like a two-ton schizophrenic hyena. Like, that, that's where it comes off. It's a little bitter and jealous right there. Uh, a little Tom Myers going on. <laughs> yeah, when you start talking about how much money someone makes, that's when it's like, oh, you're angry about something else. Subscribe. <laughs> share. All right, subscribe and share to my boy. Great job. Awesome. From Petty Broken Skull. Coming up yes. big for us. And speaking of coming up big for us, coming off his uh, amazing week with stuttering John Melendez, probably on 80 other shows I missed, Cardiff Electric. Oh, hello. How are you? I am doing well, Cardiff. So wait, this isn't OJ, is it? I don't want to get fooled. <laughs> yes, Carl, this is OJ. Ah, damn it. You fooled me. <laughs> Cardiff. Yes. My last appearance in the Dabbleverse for up to two weeks. I will be disappearing, maybe never to return. Really? Why is that, yes, but. Stay subscribed to my Patreon and YouTube <laughs> to find out, because that's the only way you'll find out. Don't cancel while I'm gone. I'm just going on vacation. Yeah, all right, that's what I figured. Yes. All right. Well deserved, by the way, because you've been working your ass off in the Dabbleverse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're it's everywhere. harder at this than my real job. Yes, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, we all. I believe definitely it. believe that because <laughs> all hours of the day and night, I see you on there. We played uh, clips from. Your guys' show with Stuttering John from yesterday mm-hmm. that, of course, mm-hmm. I came on to, and then you left. I mean, I'm a little offended, but I get it. Well, yeah, then John keeps asking, why is why won't Cardiff tell me his name? Maybe he doesn't want his employer to know he's on with Tukey at 2 in the afternoon. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> it is Tukey that I'm most embarrassed about. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Um, you know what I didn't get a chance to talk about that I wanted to bring up? Have you seen now the Vice... Dark side of the 2000s shock jock two part series. I have not seen all of it. John has played. Okay. So I've watched both episodes. And it's insane because Vice is a shit organization. A lot of people don't know this, but Vice is owned by Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabian government owns Vice. My God. Yeah, take that one for what it's worth. So Vice decided to create this documentary where they get all of the opinions about. Opie and Anthony from Stuttering John and some guy who had a podcast that I actually enjoyed, but the guy turns out to be kind of uh, a piece of shit. But what's crazy is the big gotcha at the end of all of this, a two-part series where they talk about how Opie and Anthony went on to fail miserably and Howard's still at the top of his game and they're showing like how amazing Howard is. And it's like Howard's show is unlistenable. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, if you say so. But the big gotcha moment at the end is they show Anthony's 
Danny Brand video where they're in Anthony's living room and him and his girlfriend are having uh. an argument. I don't know if that, how they get that cleared to show that on television. It seems illegal. They would just show a video that somebody took from somebody's house when they're in the middle of an argument. I, I don't know why, why you, that's appropriate. Why do you make this distinction that television is any different than YouTube now? It's Vice. Yeah. It's no, you, you're probably yeah. right. When I worked at E-Bombs World, we got a TV show pilot. Riker. We had to clear every single video that we played. We had to get it cleared with all the people who were in the video. It was a big deal. And I just figured that that's still what's going on now. But apparently, right. that's yeah, not, not exactly case. Tom Brokaw nightly news. No, <laughs> obviously not. So they play that video. And then for some reason, because I think John's the one who gave him that video. Then for some reason, that transitions into John going, and he made fun of my kid. <laughs> and what's nuts about it, this is the way that the whole series ends, is they show the tweet that Anthony put out that shows John's trans son with the tweet that says, this is the funniest thing John has ever made. And John is like up in arms with how offensive this is and how detrimental this is to his child and his family. And yet he puts it on television. So my point to everyone is that John is a fucking phony. If he wants to pretend that was offensive and hurt him or his family, because he couldn't wait for the gotcha moment to get back at Anthony and put that on television for everyone to see. If it was really that terrible, he wouldn't want more eyeballs on it. He would want fewer eyeballs on it and he's still bringing it up he seems like the kind of guy who would literally shoot himself in the foot yes (laughs) yeah if you do remember during his hiatus that was one of his rare tweets when he uh went out soliciting for a screenshot of that tweet yes so i believe he provided it he definitely provided it because yeah he was looking for that and i don't know why they have stuttering john commenting on what happened to opie and anthony he wasn't a part of it and he's got an agenda it's very and much he says he had no idea. He knew so little about the Open Anthony show that he didn't know Anthony was racist. He didn't know Anthony was racist. He didn't know he, he, didn't know he was fired from the show. He did Anthony's show 10 times. He thought he was going to be the co-host. He was hoping to become the co-host. Right. And, and when I call him out on that now, he goes, well, I didn't know. I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah. And now he's on Vice. As the expert consultant. As the expert on the Open Anthony show and Anthony Cumbia. Just fucking insane. <laughs> Should have called me. Yes, Cardiff would have been a more legit person, even Tukey, especially Tukey. Oh. <laughs> Just imagine how horrible you would assume a documentary is if you found out they got any information from Stuttering John. Well, I don't have any respect for Vice, sure. but I happen to know a lot about everything they were covering in this with Howard and Man Cow. And, oh, that was the other thing, too. John claims he didn't know that Howard talked about fucking Man Cow's dead father's skull. Right. He's like, I don't remember that at all. It's like, what do you mean? How do you not remember that? You were on the show. I think, Cardiff, you were calling him out on this. He was mm-hmm. on Howard Stern at the time of this day. He's like, I didn't know about that. He said he was answering phones, which <laughs> I imagine a lot phone. of the calls were about that topic. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Sure. Yeah, it may have come up. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so insane, John's selective memory and how much that helps him out. Yeah. But anyway, it just proves that John's a hypocrite. Because you can't both think that what Anthony did was terrible and put it out for all of the world to see. It was the exact tweet that he claims was so horrible that he couldn't believe his, his family still hasn't recovered from it. He didn't want it seen. Yeah, his, his family. That, that's why he went on Anthony's show to uh, quell the fires. Right. That Anthony, which, by the way, I don't know if anyone's pointed out. That doesn't make any sense. That tweet was after that, right? John yeah. always says that he went on Anthony's show to uh uh because his wife asked him to so you anthony would stop making fun of his kids but that timeline doesn't add up i don't know the exact timeline but it would have been brought up on that show 
Because it never got brought up on that episode. So you're right about that. Like, <laughs> right. why would he not bring that up? Right. Like, the whole thing was about him and Artie. Oh, here's another thing I want to talk about before we to catch an alien. Harrison Young, somebody messaged him on Facebook and said, you got to go on Carl's show and explain the rules to that living room baseball game he plays. Absolutely. I know I transitioned very awkwardly just now. I apologize. <laughs> but I just saw the Harrison Young thing on the wall over there. No, I figured that's, that's why where I put we it going. <laughs> <laughs> John's a hypocrite. So Harrison Young plays his baseball game <laughs> in his living room. Anyway. Fun fact. A fun fact. A blind Mike never has horrible transitions like that because he's never distracted by things on the wall. That's true. That's, That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> the more you know. Blind Mike just goes, all right, what else we got, Craig? <laughs> That's his brilliant transition. Right. Play something for me. What's, what's next, Craig? Craig, what's next? When blind Mike is ruining, are you laughing? That's oh, how dare you? Sorry, Mike. I love you. Very mean. (laughs) So, Harrison Young on Facebook said that he would come on my show to discuss this because I do want to talk to him about the rules of this game. I'm fascinated by it. He's he's had 118 seasons. 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 He's like gone all the way to championship games 118 times over the past two decades. Penance everywhere. I want to know how this works. I want to know how he wins or loses. I, I don't understand it. I forgot how to get in touch with him. <laughs> I was well, like, do no. I have his email he address? Is, is he on Twitter? I couldn't find I it. I think he, if I remember no, correctly, his phone number. he prefers the uh, phone. That's right. That's right. He wouldn't even respond to my text. Thank yeah. you for remembering that. Because I'm like, how do I You must have saved guy? his number. He called Tukey at like 6.30 in the morning last week. <laughs> I think looking for your number. A frightening really? <laughs> he heard from Vince the lawyer that Tukey had your number, so he reached out to Tukey. Did Tukey give him my number? Or he probably didn't I, answer. I, no, he did not answer. Hold on. Let me see if I have him in my phone. I have him. You have him? <laughs> I do. That makes sense. It does make sense. That makes nothing but sense. Have you been on a show yet? I have. That's One right. of his greatest episodes ever. Of course. <laughs> of course it was. All right. I don't see him in my phone. You'll have to give me his number. And I'll get that set up because I want to talk five, to him. 585. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not his number. I can tell you that. All right. I think uh, we've done it all. It's time to move mm-hmm. on. We need to catch an alien. Mike, you ever catch an alien before? I think I think I must have. Yeah, last time I was on, probably. I think okay. so. I have. I was not successful, but I have Well, that's it. what I'm asking you. I'm asking yeah. if you've ever actually caught no, an I've alien. No, I've never been successful, okay. I don't think. All right. I think you're due. All right. You're due, Mike. Let's uh, strap in for this one. Oh, it's a long one again. Cardiff. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. To catch an alien. Are you ready to play? To catch an alien. It's like a men that do mass I shootings. Think this is serious. Yeah, okay. Well, mass It's okay. a cry for help at the end of the day. Why is it always white dudes, though? It's always well, white dudes. Well, always. Yeah. There's I mean, been a few. Not, yeah, there's been a few black guys, uh, really? black kids. Yeah, but they haven't made the news because they're black. No, no, no. They have made the news. Yeah. There was a Spanish one not that long ago. <laughs> there was a black guy like shot up at school? Um, I think it was. Uh, I, feel like it's I, think, I think it was school, yeah. Very rare, though. Very rare. Yeah. I wonder why it's that a is. Church, a church. It was a church. I wonder why it's always white people. Crazy. Let me tell you what it is. No, it's not. It's not. Well, this conversation is so retarded. I, I, <laughs> I can barely fucking take it. Producer Chris but I is think out. a Spanish person once. I think a Spanish person. I called out Iraq for that. I'm like, well, they're not Spanish. That's people from Spain do. That's what Spanish means. But okay. I think it's because they don't have girlfriends. And I'm going to take this out of the tape book. I think school shooters are because women aren't looking 
in their neighborhood for their boyfriends mm-hmm. like they were back mm-hmm. in the past. They're looking on Instagram and they're going somewhere else. And so when a kid is born in a, in a place, mm-hmm. he has horrible parents and those parents don't prime him to get a girlfriend and then that turns into resentment toward girls and girls didn't like him and then he... But how is that about like black versus white? Oh, well, I'm just showing you how... I'm just telling you how school should... No, but we were like, why, we wonder why we it's usually here. white people. Well, I... I will say, because I've done some research on this, most school shooters are on SSRIs and have a very dry penis. That is very true. Both of those things are the problem. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> Who knew? No, but we were like, why, we wonder why it's usually white people. Well, I think I just think it's the neighborhood. And plus the, uh, the fact that I think black men are more desired these days. Really? I feel like, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I feel like. I don't I, think it's about that. It's like white and black and then everything so. else. <laughs> I, th- I think, okay, so this is my fucked up opinion. I think it's because, one, they had a bad childhood. Yeah. Dad beat oh, yeah. the shit out of them. Mom beat the shit out of them. Neglected yeah. them. <clears throat> Something happened that when they grew up, they got like that. Or, you know, usually, just usually, the black person, in, there's always black guys at school that are so fucking good at sports. Right? Yeah. They just always are. Right. All right? And then... They hang out with other black people, right? Yeah. So like, they got friends. The running back is fucking killing it. The guy, the guy who's scoring twenty points. True. You know what I mean? Sports. Yeah. It comes back. Yeah, it comes back. To yeah. He plays sports. Up, Play he, sports. Can you look up what ethnicity commits suicide more? What? Yeah. That's kind of. You know, then you have the black guy that can eat a cheeseburger seven times a day, and, and they has, never and it, and it ripped his hell. Ripped yeah. like you. You worked out for a year, and this is what yeah, you I got know. to. That's what I'm talking and we're gonna about. have for like six years, like. And they're and you know jacked like he lives like a two pound. They got nice dumbbell. skin. Nice, yeah, no wrinkles. Everything is great, right? Yeah. And you're then, blessed. You're blessed. And then you, <laughs> right? Like say in school, what? you're gonna hang out with other black guys, even the fat dorky one. That- what did Tommy say next? <laughs> Here are your choices. Number one, that didn't get that extra bone. B oh. <laughs> acts like Steve Urkel. Okay. Next, lives in the suburbs. Four, didn't get the moonwalk genetics. <laughs> Lastly, has a white mom <laughs> to catch an alien. Uh, I think that's a reference to President Barack Obama, if I'm not mistaken. That last one. All right, I always like to go first. I think it's going to be B, Steve Urkel, because I think Tommy, the space alien, has done a lot of research on the human race, and he knows that the only dorky black guy to ever exist is Steve Urkel. What say you, Blind Mike Geary? Well, I like that Cardiff had to be racist in order to tap into the, Tommy's mind in this <laughs> yes. one, and write reasonable answers. Tukey wrote this. <laughs> okay, sure he did. I'm going to go with A, because I'd be surprised if Cardiff wrote that, <laughs> but it's possible. Would uh, you like to explain it, Mike Geary? Uh, no, I wouldn't, actually. No. <laughs> Jimmy the Greek. Um, yeah. Producer Chris, what say you? Mike, I'm sorry I missed. What What was your answer? Uh, a, the, okay. the bone in the foot. <laughs> comment. I'm going with moonwalk uh, genetics. Moonwalk genetics. <laughs> that was All my right. other option. <laughs> yeah. They're they're mostly fun, so all right, let's find out. Mr. Black, and then you, <laughs> right? Like saying school, you're gonna hang out with other black guys, even the fat dorky one that didn't get the moonwalk yeah, genetics. Yeah, because it's like a culture and, thing oh, where they already stick together. Moonwalk stick genetics, together. <laughs> nicely done, Chris. Holy <laughs> shit! I never that would have been the, the last one I would have picked. <laughs> moonwalk genetics. Yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
black guys. Even the fat dorky one that didn't get the moonwalk. Yeah, because it's like a culture moon. thing where they they stick together. Stick together, right? And white can, people are rude. Who can dance? Yeah. Who can dance? Okay, yeah. there ain't no white guy that can fucking dance like a black. We guy. can't. Can happen, right? <laughs> Nobody can jump like a black guy other than the guy who just won the slam dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, that was shit. But he's like one in a million, right? Yeah. Okay. So even if there's uh, an African American kid that had a rough growing up, yeah. he's still with the popular You're right. Kid, he's right? got I like friends and like a community. He's got a community you can go to. to. Go to. All right, I just want to point this out to Tommy, the space alien, <laughs> that even though most NBA players are black, not most black people are NBA players. <laughs> a very important <laughs> thing to know. It's true. White people don't really have. Please and, let him finish and, his 1987 right. stand-up comedy bit. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> and when they drive a car, they'd be like lean back like this. Uh, and don't you don't want to be in a movie theater? Oh, whoa. <laughs> Been there. But the popular You're right. Guy, He's right? got like friends and like a community. He's got a community you can go to, to. Go to. That's true. White people don't really have. And and if he's in the hood. <laughs> If he's, he's in the hood, he's more of a community, and he's selling drugs or whatever, money. He's, he's, he's got a family. Got That's family. his family, yeah, right? And, and although he's doing something illegal, they're keeping his mind, mind off somewhere of, else. Like, the, he has some in the yeah. white area. Yeah, you're shitted on as a kid yeah. at home. Then you go to school, and now you're picked on at school. You try to yeah. go to the gangs. The gangs don't want you. <clears throat> the gangs don't want you. You can't jump. You can't do shit. Yeah, you know. And now you're getting picked on by the popular white kid. Yeah, I mean, I did it. I was an asshole. I threw cupcakes and all that shit. I, I was shit. waiting for him to say black <laughs> privilege <laughs> at some point during yeah. this. But so now you're getting beat down, and yeah. they pop. Mm. And once that trigger snaps, so now you got beat when you grew up by your parents, or even just neglected, or whatever it may be, or you didn't live up to what they wanted yeah. you to be. Tommy's like, actually, I've school, been thinking there are two kinds of the kid that doesn't look right. You don't see <laughs> he's aliens explaining. You don't see a ten going in there <laughs> shooting up a school. No, okay? it's usually the ugly dudes. An ugly guy who's Trans- staring at also, but also kids. Holy shit! That's all for this time. <laughs> Come back next time to find out if you. Have the moonwalk genetics to catch an alien. This guy had God sat on his fucking show just recently. <laughs> I mean, I agree with everything he's saying. Anyway. It's just the, it's not shitted, it's shat. <laughs> that was the and big him, issue. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, him, Tommy, and the OnlyFans model figured it all out. <laughs> yeah. Some fucking hot And they're coming to get us. Holy shit. An alien. The fuck are moonwalk genetics anyway? <laughs> Good question, Doctor Steve. <laughs> brought to you by uh, No Subreddit Surfing this week. I'm on vacation, Kalaga. September 11th. Then Uranus surf- got North hit, mm-hmm. and it's tilted, which you never hear about. Nope. Go, Laga. Did you say September 11th? You're coming September back. September 11th. We will be honoring bad America. Idea. Bad idea. That's the uh, Bills Jets game. Yeah, that's how how we honor America. You're going to want to watch the uh, Bills versus the Jets. Aaron Rodgers coming to the NFC East. Wow. You guys know about football in Minnesota, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, sports ball. Right. Uh, Very important stuff. All right. Blind Mike Geary, it's been a a marathon today. I appreciate you hanging with me. People should go to blindmike.net. For all of their blind mic needs, you are a, becoming a favorite here in the Who Are These universe. Oh, mm-hmm. you're too kind. Yes, Blind Mike Project, Why Are You Laughing? And Who Are These Socials links are all on blindmike.net. And uh, my Patreon is there as well. YouTube, all of it. Subscribe if you can and if you'd like to. Um, next couple uh, Patreon episodes, I'm sorry, uh, Why Are You Laughing episodes are um, Windy City Heat. That's up on Patreon now. It'll be out free next week. And then after that, we have two uh, WATP adjacent guests. 
Christian Blatt is on to talk about Colin Quinn. And Drew Lane joined me to talk about September 11th, uh, the Howard Stern show from September 11th, actually. So hmm. that'll be fun. Did I tell it you? It was fun. We I recorded. think I might have told you this the, on uh, Who Are These Socials the other day. But I, I saw you got Drew Lane, so I texted Drew Lane. And he go, hey, how can, yeah. when am I going to get you on uh, Who Are These Broadcasters? It'd be great for that. And he completely ignored me. So that's a big get for you. Good job. He said he had a stipulation. He only celebrates September 11th. Okay. So that might be the angle you have to take. Fair enough. Wow. September 11th is becoming a big deal. Right. Here. <laughs> yes. It's also my sister's birthday. My poor sister. Born well, on September go. 11th. <laughs> 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 Two planes fly in as we watch iCarly. <laughs> I was on for that one. (laughs) Cardiff, uh, you're taking a couple weeks off, but where can people find you? Uh, Cardiff Electric, uh, YouTube, Subreddit Surfing, at Yo Remember the 90s, all the channels. I'm everywhere. Or just turn on your computer. Right. (laughs) I know when when John docks me and he goes, Carl's all over LinkedIn. (laughs) Well, I'm not. But Cardiff is literally (laughs) all over YouTube. You can't miss this guy on YouTube. September 11th, season two of Subreddit Surfing starts. So be there or be square. Fucking going up against Monday Night Football. You guys are nuts. What is the hardest part about eating vegetables? Suki? The wheelchairs. <laughs> Please join us again <laughs> next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Great job, everyone. Let's see what's going on in the news. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From Discord, John Jamingo proclaims, Podcasting, where X-Radio personalities go to flounder. The good Reverend Shitstain asks, Isn't baby maker usually a term for a woman's fat ass? Punished Geist. Holy fuck, this cunt is insufferable. Like, I'm high as a kite. Everything is funny, but this is miserable, man. In regards to our parody song winner, Go Go Gadget Wang writes, Not bad. I've heard worse. Like every Isotope song, Rec has this to say about the Jacked Up Review Show. If they changed their theme song, it would be perfect to fall asleep to. Japanese fart enthusiast, I don't even get buzzed from it. That's because you're an alcoholic, John. From YouTube, Yokes27 shares, John doesn't get buzzed after eight beers because that's what he needs to get past the shakes. Ryan Everson, John doesn't have $20 for a haircut, plain and simple. Also, anything he admits to drinking, double it. Grandpa Cream Pie, John is missing his straw hat and handkerchief, selling snack cakes. Captain Wow opines, Carl treads the line between friends and enemies really well for someone with two club feet. Wet Socks Entertainment might be a poet. How lonely do you have to be to go to AC just to hang out with KB? Sean Bronx, why is this universe of nobodies so fascinating? Brandon Troy, John is Richard Pryor compared to Karen Brennan. Sir Dizzle, they're all carny hacks. Nothing is real when there's a buck to be made. Dr. Scotty Jones, if you are sleeping after you smoke crack, then you are not smoking crack. And Stella B21 plays us out with, but seriously, where can one find a decent garbage plate at 3 a.m.? I rest my case. Cardiff, we don't have any review girls here today, so I will look to you, our review potato. Is there any uh, any new reviews that you have for us? I just realized there's no review girl, and I'm looking right now. All right, Hold very on. good. I did uh, I did send out a link to a new uh, 
network somebody tipped me off on. I think I sent that to you as well today. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. My uh, sister-in-law is texting me photos of Melton and KB and Ski Mask. Oh, all the stars. Yeah, they're hanging out with all the big celebrities. Oh, there's Adam. He's hashtag Team Ray, apparently. Wow. It's like the internet's coming to life in Atlantic City right now. (laughs) And there's Ray, Ray DeVito. What are they doing? Are they doing a show or what's happening? They are hanging out in the (laughs) lobby of a hotel. That's where Ray's crashing tonight. <laughs> That's where Ray's going to sleep. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Card, if you got uh, a uh, Just to... one. Okay. Just one. An oldie but a goodie, I believe. This might be a So it's one a star. <laughs> the whole show is filled with characters doing dumb voices and weird trans things at the end. Hey, what do you mean by that? Yeah, what do you mean by that? What are you talking about? It's tremendous. <laughs> is that a five-star review? Oh, it's a one star. Oh, damn it. This guy's the worst. (laughs) This is why he's no longer the review girl of the show. He always finds the worst ones. All right. I got some uh, voicemails. Remember last time I played Doug from Good Times Great Movies? He was on Mm -hmm. the voicemail. And then he called back right after that. But it was in between when I checked my voicemail. So here he is again. Sorry, Carl. It's Doug again. One more thing. Um, Your show has really made me realize something. I am so into two stone chicks rolling their R's. Didn't know this was a thing for me before. The problem is is that Cardiff ruins it every time. So maybe your editor can just loop them, I don't know, two minutes at the end, and you could just mute the potato or hang up on them. I don't want to pile on and say that Tukey's great and Cardiff sucks. Everybody says that. Nobody said I that. think there's room on the show for both of them because yes, Tuki is great. And this is and nice, Cardiff Doug. Is perfectly <laughs> serviceable. Just mute that potato. Ruins it every time. All right, that's it. I'll talk to you later. All right, Bye. this is for you, Doug. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> The rest of us love it, Cardiff. That was just for uh, for Doug. Cardiff has a new target. Uh-oh. You don't know what you've just you've done. You made a powerful Doug. enemy, my friend. <laughs> radio. I thought I started the radio wars earlier today, but yeah. no. Mm-hmm. This is the real radio war. Good guys, great movies versus Cardiff. Start emailing YouTube. Mm-hmm. Doug's gonna fight his windows all starchy. <laughs> all right. Carl, I watched you with John on Tuesday. What a disaster he is. You're a goddamn saint for putting up with him. Almost makes me want to subscribe to the Patreon. You could. Again. You should. To watch this. But it's an exercise in futility to even deal with John. I feel for you. I still like producer Chris more than you and Vinny and, mm-hmm. and Cardiff mm-hmm. and Jenny Jingles. You're at least in the top ten of people on the show. What? Don't call me back. Why don't I even curate these if I'm going to play one like that? <laughs> Fuck is my problem. Can I just say, Doug from Good Times Great Movies, his phone number is... <laughs> hey, Carl, it's Chunks of King. Uh, oh, who, isn't Sailor Moon a cartoon? Who's jerking off the cartoons? Carl, have you not seen, like, 
an animated Disney film within the last, I don't know, 50 fucking years. All those animators are super fucking horny, and it's very easy to tell. And for as horny as American animators and cartoonists are, Japanese cartoonists and animators are ten times as horny. And because of that, I have busted many a fat nut to Sailor Jupiter. Anyway, it's 2023. We're jerking off the Sailor Moon. Get with the fucking program, Hamburger. Don't call me back. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like that. he's the expert. Well, this is why why Mike and I get along, because neither of us jerk off to cartoons. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Open your mind, you bigot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> trying to make an assumption there. I guess I shouldn't have This is that. why we're friends. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I like about you? <laughs> You're not currently jacking into a cartoon. <laughs> Funny you bring this up. I'm trying to get guests on from the I Jack Off the Cartoon subreddit. I forgot what they're called, oh, no shit. but All there right. is one. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Um, Gary in San Diego called in and used up the entire time allotted <laughs> on my voice. But I'm going to give it to him because he's one of my favorite voicemailers. So we'll let it. So, Gary, are you coming to Detroit? We have such a star-studded event. Cardiff's going to be there. Producer Chris. He could do the crowd work after. Oh, that'd be amazing. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, I eagerly listened to John's podcast on Thursday, the one where he was going to turn over a new leaf and no longer punch down. Right. Well, that Mm -hmm. didn't last. No. He spent most of the last half of the podcast punching down on the Rico trio, saying how he's more handsome He's a better comedian. Uh, he does better gigs, even though he hasn't done any comedy gigs in quite a while. He was really putting I'm... down the uh, Rico Trio. and uh, I got nice boxes. Then he went on to putting you down, yeah. which was surprising because uh, he was comparing his house and Kid uh, Coral to yours. Yeah. How his was better because he didn't have a real small pool like you do. And mm-hmm. he's not on a dirty water canal like you are. Right. So his house is better in his mind. And he wants he didn't even want to be near a canal. He wants his own boat. Oh that, that's the other thing too. I know. He's going he says the dumbest shit. He's like, I don't want a pool, I'm gonna get a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I want a spaceship, but uh <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing too. John goes on and on about where we live in Cape Coral and how close we live and our houses and all this shit. And then he shows that Elisa Jordana tweet mm-hmm. where she goes, I drove all the way to Cape Coral and he's like, Oh, thanks for doxing me. <laughs> John. It's yeah. so fucking out there at this point. No, you, that's not what doxing means. No. When you talk about your house at Cape Coral over and over again. And then somebody goes, yeah, I want to go visit John at Cape Coral. Oh, they doxed me. Now everyone knows. <laughs> well, I love what he's been doing. I guess he's always kind of done this, but I've caught him a few times lately doing it where he's like, I can't think of an exact scenario, but let's, you know. Uh, so my friend Todd. Oh, I shouldn't say his name, should I? <laughs> right, let's just say a, let's yeah. just say a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> so my no, friend just said it, John. <laughs> No, he literally said, Joni Goldstein. Oh, I shouldn't give yeah. her name. No, not her whole name. That's not her whole name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's Goldsteinberg, actually, is her whole name. And he could go in the, uh, in the ocean on. So that was one thing he did. Then mm-hmm. he put you down by saying, you're on a major thoroughfare. Yeah. Major highway where they're going to be building a strip mall. And mm-hmm. he didn't want to be on a major highway like you are. 
So he's putting you down. You'll have too much traffic. I explained that on his show, too. Are you sure you still want to go? <laughs> I explained <laughs> to him. I go, John, there isn't a traffic light for miles around my house. We're in a very rural part. Yeah, it's but. Also, it's also every intersection <laughs> stop signs. He's like. Oh, yeah, but, you know, they're building, Carl, and it's going to be. And I go, what year is that going to happen? He's like, oh, he's thinking about it. Uh, what, what year is <laughs> this? And uh, he doesn't want to be on any major thoroughfare. And he says, I'd never buy a house on a major thoroughfare. And I practically hit the ceiling when he said that. I guess he can't remember. His place in Canoga Park was right on Roscoe Boulevard, yep. right across the street from the Home Depot. So that's a major thoroughfare right through the uh, San Fernando Valley. And he, he'd never buy there, but he, I guess he's got short-term memory lapse. Yeah. And maybe early onset dementia. I don't know. But uh, he couldn't Allegedly. help from, couldn't help but put you down. That was one of his big things. He's putting your house down compared to his. So that was very interesting. And so much for, Turning over a new leaf after talking to uh, Ted Rollins from yeah. uh, that band that he went and Collective Soul. Sucked, yeah. uh, that went away quick. Sucked up to. Anyway, I'm, I'm a new man. That's about it for now. <laughs> I do want to talk to you about John trying to get into the uh, comedy fantasy camp that Jay Leno's putting on in October. Right. And John's trying to horn in on that. But I don't think anybody will hire him to be an instructor for the comedy fantasy camp. He's uh, going a little wacko. I also have a fantasy that I could be a comic someday. And uh, <laughs> I'd say he's a psychotic narcissist, so he can't help put people down. Okay. <laughs> All right, Gary, let's get your thoughts together. Let's get bullet points. I appreciate everything you're saying, but three minutes is a long time for a voicemail. Even mm -hmm. Cardiff, who loves Gary San Diego, is going, all right, yes. what are we doing over here? You should hear the voicemails he leaves me. Oh, I, Just drones on and I used, on. I used to hear them. Cardiff's going to be on Gary's show tomorrow. All right. This is Nate from Flint. Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. Hey, man, I, I say a lot of jokes on your voicemail, but th this is 100% mm -hmm. real. Does he? Bro, you should have seen what mm -hmm. John was doing to you from a mile away. You could see it on his face that every time you wanted to actually have a rational discussion about something, he was shooting right over to the Super Chats. Right. And I don't know what you were supposed to do at that point, but that was infuriating to sit there and watch you be manipulated like that. Manipulated? It's, it's a no-win <laughs> situation, man. You're dealing with, a, with an obstinate child. And then for you to say multiple times, I got to get out of here, I have a life, and then for him to, to just suck you back in with, with uh, more bullshit, come on, Carl. You're, you, you, you know you're better at this shit than John, and you let uh, – What are you I talking don't know. about? It's just frustrating, man. Sorry <laughs> that this is 45 seconds Eight. or whatnot. I'm not timing it, but uh, – now I'm vamping to make sure it gets over 45 seconds. <laughs> Nate, go back and watch it again. I was not manipulated. John did not beat me in any single way. Go back and watch that one again, Nate. I think you missed something. Eh, we've all been talking John, about it. He got the best. John, John obviously is gaslighting you, Carl. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess You don't even see what's happening. I anymore. guess not. Yeah, you're right. I'm a fool. He's trolling you. <laughs> all right. Deluxe calling in. 
Carl Deluxe Left Coast coming in with a pervert watch. This Mike Morris is one sick puppy. First he uh, defended Epstein, and then yesterday on the show they were talking about some vet. Uh, the dog needed help finishing up, so to speak. Mm. And he was – I've never seen him like this. He was animated. He was so excited I thought he was going to whip it right out on the show. I mean, he is just a pig. <laughs> All right, great shows lately. Peace. You got to get out of their Patreon if you want to see that. Nothing gets Mike Morse talking than a dog about to die. Is that what he's saying? No, th- <laughs> this dog was getting an erection, and the only uh, way to get the erection put back in the sock or whatever was to lube it up and red rocket. Yeah, <laughs> this was a big topic on the BS show this past week. It's good stuff. Yeah, who hasn't had that problem? Sure. Oh uh, yeah, I just uh, want to say uh, you were talking about the younger generation loving OJ. Uh, I was about five when all the shenanigans happened. Shenanigans? shenanigans. You're talking about his 2,000-yard season in a 14-game <laughs> season? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> Greatest running back of all time, O.J. Simpson? Go Bills. <laughs> I grew up I like watching Naked idea. Gun, so uh, I will. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I like the police showing up at the murder site and saying, well, some real shenanigans are going on. Here. <laughs> yeah. Shenanigans going on around here. I found uh, two dead bodies business. already. Yeah. <laughs> some top foolery afoot. I grew up watching Naked Gun, so I will always love OJ. Me too. Yeah. I still wear the knockoff Chinese jersey I bought off eBay because you can't really get a real OJ jersey these days. Hmm. But uh, he can he could cut my wife's head off. I'll still love him. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I think a lot of people could say that. <laughs> For sure. All right. Gary and San Diego called back with a shorter one uh, this time. <laughs> hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, I have a piece of advice for you directly from East Los Angeles. Uh, do not pay John that $100 bet on OJ if he interviewed OJ mm. unless he could come up with a bona fide tape. Right. Uh, his so-called witnesses, uh, Richie Wilson and Scott DePace or whoever it is, that don't count. He's got to come up with bona fide witnesses. Correct. Uh, not bona fide witnesses. Now right. he's confusing me. He's got to come up with right. a bona fide tape. Right. To <laughs> prove that he interviewed OJ. Okay, that's it for now. Talk to you later. Yes, you will, Gary. Well, Thank Carl you. the Welcher. So people were saying, including Tukey, that it was Gary Garver who asked OJ that question. So I watched that tape, and he did not ask OJ that question. So I don't know what oh, to interesting. believe. Yeah, I don't know what to believe anymore. I guess someday we'll I find I believe out. you're $100 lighter. That's what I believe. Well, maybe. It's possible. All right. Mm-hmm. Paco calling into the show. Yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Paco. I uh, just posted up in the cut like a bandage, you know, smoking a frajo, watching you. Basically destroyed John on his show. This guy gets it, you know, because I'm a Patreon guy, nice. and I'm able to watch that. Uh, it's pretty dope, man. It's amazing how delusional this man is. You know, it really fucking blows my mind, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Feel me? <laughs> Smell me? Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful Saturday. I know it's Saturday in New York. It's also Saturday over here in Arizona. Fun fact. All right, man. I'll let you guys go. Piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Andy, Trucker Andy. That was a fun fact. Saturday in Arizona Uh, right now. Breaking news. Okay. I found a clip of Gary Garver asking OJ a knife-related question. Oh, holy shit. Can you play it right now? 
Do you want me uh, to? Uh, can you share it? And I'll, uh, I'll bring it up on the screen if yeah. you have it. Hold on. Hold Look on. at Cardiff. This Working quickly. This is big. This could be. The question was different. He didn't ask him to sign his knife. Okay. But he did ask him a knife-related question. Hold on. Okay. Doing this on the fly. I'm doing this live. <laughs> doing this live. Okay, here. This is exciting shit here. When OJ attacks. <laughs> hey, OJ, can we talk to you for a second? Well, this is the video I was watching. I'll, I'm popping out, out here. How's, how, how's, your, how's your golf game going? How's the golf game going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Now, he was stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why John so, thought it was so I think him. You, I think you owe John 50 bucks. <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> yeah. OJ, you know you're uh, you're going through this battle with, with, your, uh, with your children. I was asking, are your kids the most important thing in your life? Don't you pe- pe- uh, wish people would leave you alone for the sake of your children? This is the video I just watched yesterday. It doesn't say anything about a knife. What are you talking about? Well, I thought he asked him if he if he had his knife sharp. That's what the title of the video said. Ah. <laughs> oh, never mind. Never mind. Swing randomness. Breaking news. Breaking news. Retraction. Swing and a miss. <laughs> All right. Well, if someone can find any evidence. Whether it's John or anyone else, I'm, I'm happy to pay the bet if I'm wrong, but I don't think John was the one who did it. All right, last one. Paco again. Yeah, what's up, Kyle? This is Commander Kyle Paco. Uh, you know what? Thanks to you, I'm in communications with Trucker Andy. Nice. And hopefully we can work something out so he is uh, on Paco's Power Hour very soon here. You know, uh, thanks for the timely response in getting me that email. You know what I'm saying? Sarcasm. You're a real one. Much love and respect. Yada, yada, yada. Do your thing. Rochester, New York for life. You already That's know what me. time it is. All right, man. I'll see you guys later. Oh, you know what? Shout out to Super Mario. Bye. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? I like turtles. <laughs> All right. Well. Now, Sorry. Carl, in 2019, Stuttering John was on the Eddie Trunk Show, and he talked about asking OJ if he would sign his knife. So I think that is the proof you needed. No, he talks about it all the fucking time. (laughs) He talks about it all the time. And he even sent me, Doug Goodstein wrote a thing for John's book cover, and he sent me the DM he got from Doug that he said, John's fearless. He'd even ask OJ. Hold on. let Let me just scroll through this real quick. So he sends me this whole thing. Where John's talking about the word no is not in John's vocabulary unless you ask him to pay for lunch. All kidding aside, he's a pit bull who will do anything for a friend, a boss, and for a laugh. John is one of the most fearless people I've ever met. It doesn't matter if it's asking O.J. Simpson to autograph a knife or agreeing to fight someone 100 pounds bigger than him. So, oh, I'm sorry, this was from Richie Wilson. So, he, so John sends that to me. He says, Richie Wilson um, sent this DM to me in 2019. I said, well, it looks like he wrote that for him. Or maybe you guys were having an affair at the time. Whether he's shredding <laughs> on the recorder in fourth grade <laughs> yeah, or... right. It's like, can you just... Uh, <laughs> or buying you and your wife a round of drinks. Can you just say that you wrote this for me? Yeah, it's fine, John. I wrote that for you. Put it in the fucking book. Well, what, if, if anyone said that to OJ, wouldn't that be on YouTube? Like, absolutely. Yes. If somebody did that in some context that was part of a show, yes. And I can't... No one can find it. 
crazy. I know. Doesn't make any fucking sense. All right, guys, it's, we've been going very long. Thank you for being so patient and for your time today. Mike Geary. Thanks for having me. And Cardiff, have a fantastic vacation. Uh, before you go, though, go. what's your real name? Carl. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Bye. A plane has hit. I rewatch at Carly. Boom. His mom. Boom. Boom. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a great episode. That was really great. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.